You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Patrick. I'm Bob. And I'm Tom. I'm going to lead us in a community moment and talk about our sponsors. Uh, let's see. In order, we've got, in no particular order, we've got Death Wish Inc. Bah, bah, bah. Free, yeah, there you go. Feel free to make noise, fellas. Cool. Uh, we've got uh, To Live yeah. a Lie. Do, 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 do. <laughs> we've got Run for Cover. Is that the McDonald's uh, jingle? No, that would be ba da bum bum bum. All right, save that sounds like the Candiria <laughs> part because Candiria. No, Candiria. It was it was uh, total close freestyle. Casket. Close, do close casket again so we can give it proper. And closed casket. <laughs> oh, that wow. Terminator two. Terminator, pretty yeah, good. Of course. <laughs> uh, so everybody, we're doing a general shout out uh, to our sponsors today because this is the year end uh, podcast, and we're we're really. Pat, would you say that. this is the end of the year? End of a year? I, I would say this is a, a, end of a year. Yes, I would. Yes, and clearly, uh, shout out. Any shame on on the name of your your band of of the band? Do I have shame? Of do you do you feel any? Yeah, it's a terrible name. It. It's a brutal really? name. Really, you don't feel any shame on anything, though. No, but oh, that's dude, like a terrible name. It's it's uh, it's it doesn't roll off the tongue. It's ill considered. It's like, but I mean, it is what it is, right? Where I actually think it does roll off the tongue. It is long, but it rolls. When nah, you say listen, it, it rolls because think about the way you say it. Say it to yourself right now. End of year. It, sure, it smears. You know, the problem is that it doesn't roll off the tongue because there is a natural hiccup to anyone who is not in the band or who has put the band out to say end of the year now end of a year rolls off the tongue much better but end of the year it is it could equally be that if you're not familiar with the embrace song you know what i mean Mm. so anyway point is uh shout out to our sponsors uh thanks for being with us this year uh it is uh our pleasure uh you put out good music and we are glad to uh boost that signal as they say uh fellas it is the best of but it's really just 2021 that's what we're going to talk about 2021 let's talk about it let's get some roses out yo let's get our energy up how we feeling tom how you feeling i'm over 2021 patrick how you feeling you over 2021 i wish it would go on forever you loving it okay uh, what's the best meal you ate in 2021, Patrick? I'm going to have random hot fire questions so we can kind of get our energy up. Best uh, meal you ate in 2021, Patrick? 
I had a random mushroom burger at a uh, uh, vegan like pop. I don't know how you say these. Like the when somebody strikes a deal with Whole Foods to run the restaurant out of Whole Foods. Uh, yeah. Stopped in. Pop up. Yeah, whatever they call those shits. So stopped in, got a random one. They call it a vegan pop up. Well, it popped up, and I I enjoyed this mushroom burger. Can't even tell you what the name of the spot was. Let's say it's uh, one of those one word names that's kind of crunchy. We'll just co- we'll call it um, Gordita. It, well, that's a yeah. No, we'll call it we'll call it yeast. It's just called oh, okay. yeast. Sure, sure, sure. There you uh, go, Tom. What is the uh, best conversation you had in 2021? You don't have to give the content, but who did you have it with? Exempting Patrick and I. Oh, geez. Um, I've had some good conversations. Probably my buddy. I've had some good conversations with my buddy Brendan uh, Casey out in Seattle. Oh, shout yeah. out! All right, uh, Patrick. What is the Best thing you saw out of a moving vehicle in 2021? Um, I mean, I know the answer to that. I don't know if I do. It's the dude from Citizen jumping out and shitting himself. Yes, that's a fact. <laughs> yes, there you go. That is a fact. Shout out. Shout Sorry. out to Citizen. No, that's great. Um, Tom? Yeah. What is the best moment of live music that you saw in 2021? Because we couldn't have this conversation in 2020. Eh, we could have, but... It was even more truncated than this year. Best yeah. moment of live music. Um, the beginning of Excalibur at the first show I went to in July. Fuck yeah. Like that moment. Last one for both of you, but I'll, I'll do one more for each of you. Um, Patrick, best thing that has happened to you um, while you've been in an apartment in 2021? Um. Uh, uh, in an apartment. Uh, whose apartment have I been in? in my own apartment. Your okay. Own, uh, whatever, yeah. You've been in your own. You've been in other places. You've been yeah. in Dave's. You've been in. All right. Let me pivot since this has been hard for you. Best thing that happened to you while you were in a home or apartment in 2021. Hmm. Um, I'm separated by 8,000 miles from my girlfriend, so nothing intimate. Uh, I guess. I probably beat one of my little Switch games while on somebody's couch. That's pretty good. My what little Switch it? games. Yeah, wh- <laughs> Watching my what little game, programs. What game have you beaten this year? Oh, it, oh, I'm so glad you asked, Bob. You see? Uh, yeah, we're getting our energy up. Let's take a look. Uh, <clears throat> get your list okay. ready. This while year you're I beat it. Ion Fury. Ion Fury, Doom, Doom 2, Butcher, Doom 64, Party Hard, Sniper Elite 2 Remastered, Immortal Redneck, Call of War as Gunslinger, Doom 2016, Sniper Elite 3, Paratopic, uh, Metro 2033 Redo, uh, uh, Ape Out, Metro Last Light, Flashback, Quake, The Messenger, Takeover, Army, Zombie Army Trilogy, uh, The Hong Kong Massacre, Panzer Paladin, and Mech, Mech Extermination Force. What was your favorite of those games? Uh, I am a complete sucker for the Sniper Elite games. I think they're great. Tom, did you have any idea that Patrick was such a gamer? No. I knew he was a dork, but this is adds more yeah, Best fuel to that dork had, fire. You know where that list was. It was a note on the, his iPad, on his laptop. So you beat all of those games? Yes. I played a few more games than this, but these are the games that I That's sat so down cool. and beat. Good job, dude. That's Thank really you. cool. 
my you're life. Really, you're really accomplishing stuff. At, <laughs> yeah, at, <laughs> look sure. at you, 61 years old, beating video games. Yeah, Patrick, uh, Tom, uh, in contrast to that, give me your best, the best thing you did outside of New York City in the year 2021. Best thing I did specific, outside of New York City. Whatever you want. It's specific. Yeah. Like day, a thing you did, whatever you want to do. Um, swimming in the Colorado River was pretty dope. That's pretty fucking dope. Um, what did I do? I went to – no, that was 2020. Um, what else did I do? I mean I love – I love Seattle. So all my trips to Seattle have been – but I went – you know, yeah, this year, and yeah. oh yeah, no, and I took the, uh, I took the train from Seattle to Chicago. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. Got to hang out with our buddy Nick and our bud David. Yeah. Um, for a shitty year, I've had some really great experiences, thankfully. All right, uh, and the final question as our warm up, and then we're gonna get into uh, talking about hardcore and music. Oh, oh, oh. Um, did is there anything you discovered that you love in the year twenty twenty one? Like a thing, a person, a place, something you're like, man, an activity. Patrick, uh, you seem to be in a really torrid love affair right now with trampoline parks. Oh, yeah. I did discover I love trampoline parks. Do you remember Discovery Zone? Uh, I, I do not. All right. It was uh, a very short-lived. I implore you and anyone listening who's interested in weird indoor th- shit Um to look it up, DZ, the Discovery Zone, short-lived indoor like playland kind of thing. Uh, when Latham Farms first opened, they had a big DZ, and it was incredible. I was right at the perfect age for it. I would think I was like twelve, but I was too big. Like there was those like huge interior, like you can climb around. It's like four stories tall, kind of things. But I literally was too tall. They they wouldn't let me go in it. That's rough. It was so fucked up. Yeah. So, uh, but but look up DZ Discovery Zone. Tom, anything you found out you loved that you didn't know you loved before the year twenty twenty one? Um. Hmm. That's a tough question. Um. Not that I can think of. I feel like twenty twenty one. I it's a, I I apologize for having a boring no, answer, it's okay. but I no. haven't really gotten. Um, I think Pat has influenced me into getting into YouTube more. Ooh, oh, see, no, I feel like I'm like, a, but I want no. But here's what I do: like Pat goes to like the seedy underbelly. I do of YouTube, right? He does he I go really to the like? You know, here's me traveling with my. You know, like I watch this guy California through my lens. Mm, that's and nice. he'd be like, here's 15 things to do when you're, you know, on Route 66. Or well, here's like, you know, I love stuff like I that. You like the what's that? New rock stars. I love new rock stars. I love yeah. um, my favorite is is the the pitch meetings. I don't know if you watch any of these. Oh no, I have. So it's like it's the it's the same person like talking to each other. So like a writer like will come a girl in and be like, who comes in on a couch. Is that the, no, no? Okay. That's that's what that's what that's the city underbelly that I was talking oh, about, okay, Pat. Okay, okay. Um. It's it's the same guy. It's like this comedian, and he'll come in and be like, "I got this movie for you," and it's like, "Yeah, what's it about?" And then he'll he'll like tell you about like the Avengers, mm. but he'll point out like all the stupid stuff. Oh, I have seen that. That's cool as shit. Yes, it's I, so I fucking funny. But it he's just really kind of good. yeah. The, the one of the guys, you know, one of the um, 
the, the guy that's getting pitched to like one of his things is always like, um, oh, making money is tight and like everything is tight. And then when he goes back to like the guy who's making the pitch and he's like, well, that must have been hard to like get everyone back after the snap and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, it's actually, he's like, it's actually easy, barely an inconvenience. Like it's super fucking funny. It's on Screen Rant is like the channel. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but I watch that sort of stuff and I don't really watch a lot of television, which I feel like is weird for someone who has a TV on constantly. No, TV's it. dead. Fuck it. What about you, Bob? What, what do you do? I mean, what, what, you had a pretty big no, I got, second I got half of 2021. Yeah, I got, I'm a busy person. Um, uh, I've rediscovered. I actually have watched more TV. Like uh, I, I, while I'm doing stuff, I'll, I'll watch on my iPad because I think I think that literally watching anything trash TV is better than uh, social media, like zombie shit. I think it's better than that. So I've been doing more of that. Um, oh man, I, I I did a lot of walking this year. Several. Several months walking over a hundred miles. That's cool. Um, yeah, being outside's been nice. I, I, I hate the cold weather. Um, I, I you know I, I did a lot of it's 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 fascinating to see stuff. It's um, yeah no, there's not new things I love. Uh, YouTube's great. YouTube's fantastic. I, I implore people to check it out. I've I've explored it more. <laughs> Check out the thing called YouTube. YouTube, you might not have. Well, I think there's a lot of people who use it only utilitarian. Like, some, there's a link, click through to it, you know. But like, if you explore it, you can find some cool shit. You can find kind of whatever you want. Um, I watch you know this what? thing, Bob. You might like this. It's called um, "Who Are These Podcasts?" And it's like these two comedians just ripping apart other podcasts and why they're so bad. Mm, mm. Oh, Actually, like pretty that. funny. Uh, okay, yeah, I like I like complete goober TikTok, like people doing dances or bad comedians. I love it. Fuck it, life's too short. Laugh at it. It's way better than a lot of like the social media stuff that I think gunks up Instagram. So, um, everybody. Well, though I do. I'm sorry. Go. One thing I do like. Um, I hated the um, the the reels on Instagram. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. If, do you guys watch them at all? Uh, I have, yeah. yes. Yeah. There's this one thing. I don't know where it comes from. Well, there's two that always fucking make me laugh. One is some – it must be some kid and he goes, macaroni with the chicken strips. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> but now everyone just does it like moving their dog's mouths along to them. Oh, sure. And there's another one where it, the song is – it's um, uh, Super Freak. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And it's like boom, 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 boom. and then it it's it like will like transfer to like a, a person, and instead of like super freak, it's like bendejo. It's so fucking funny because everyone's reaction, like when they realize they're being called a pendejo, <laughs> fucking That's amazing. Really Yo, yes. yeah. So so stupid internet is back. Um, smart internet is dead. Kill it. Um, uh, I did I, learn I, something. Uh, on, yeah, go ahead. on YouTube the other day. Macaroni with the chicken strips. <laughs> God, we're doing we're, we're doing the meme explanation. Yes, yes, memes. Go ahead. Uh, listen, did you guys know that uh, Alaska had slavery for over twenty years after slavery was abolished? I did not. Did not. How fucking insane is that? I learned that on YouTube. Everybody. Oh, uh, was that due to like the message not being? 
conveyed. <laughs> no. It, oh, no, it, wait. It, when did it? Oh, it wasn't a. It wasn't a state it, until two years later. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, however, uh, it so it should have been illegal at its at the founding of the state. Uh, they had slavery. So sorry, everybody at home. This is kind of interesting, though. Uh, whereas uh, the colonies had uh, uh, slavery fr- from uh, chattel slavery from Africa, uh, Alaskans uh, would enslave other Alaskans. And uh, it, it that uh, custom persisted for like, I think almost 30 years actually, now that I'm reading it, uh, after uh, slavery was abolished everywhere else in the United States. Not so uh, fun fact, but YouTube is good for education. YouTube is great for education, and um, I support it. And uh, I did a lot of discovery and research on the African continent um, and current state of it because I think uh, it is the most important continent for the next 35 years. So enjoy, guys. All right, uh, let's do year-end hardcore list. Let's go. And it's 20, list, whatever. 20, I think, like, disclaimer, we just did a Patreon where we talk about it and kind of pull back. These are weird by nature. This isn't a top whatever list. These are the records we like the most, and we're just going to throw some love, and there's no true form. Some of us have more. Some of us have less, and we're doing it free form, and we're just showing some love to things that we think are good, great, or otherwise worthy of your attention. Is that a good disclaimer? Yes. Yes. Patrick, start us off. Okay. Uh, Let's see. Uh, do you want to do you want to first preamble and talk about what we think of the year at large, or do you want to just jump in? So you guys are much more bullish on this year than I am. I think that this year, if we're going to put this in in investment terms, I think this year uh, traded uh, with a, a slight slight up. Uh, it wasn't it wasn't bearish at all, but you guys uh, think that there was more standouts this year than I necessarily do. I thought it was a good year. And I think that there's, it speaks to a lot of potential, uh, but I wasn't blown away necessarily. Uh, I'm going to start with some. Mm, I'm going to start with some old guy shit. You all right with that? Go. Uh, the new quicksand record from this year. Mm. Sorry, everybody. This is old guy shit. Uh, is a, in my view, big step up over the last one, and. I feel people that thought that this record was too samey. Uh, I get it, but I think that this is a very worthy addition to Walter's catalog. Uh, and I was, I think there's two songs in this that belong in any quicksand playlist, no matter how dismissive you are of the post reunion records. Mm-hmm. So I'm telling everybody to check out distant populations. If you haven't, um, he, I guess, uh, Stephen Brodsky is now in the band, which, if you listen to this record, makes perfect sense. Even though I don't know that he was involved in the writing, he wasn't. But, I don't but think he was. You're right. Um, clearly on my list, uh, yeah, I think same. it's fantastic. Yep. The song Brushed is Masterstroke, Walter Song, one of his best songs. <laughs> no pun intended. Yeah. Yes, correct. Um, <laughs> I, I think the record stands up. Uh, on its own and threads the needle that we've talked about ad nauseum, but this might be your first episode. Welcome. Um, When bands do reunions and do new records, 
there is sometimes the impulse to do a simulation of what they have done previously and a version of it and go, well, this worked before. I don't think there's, I don't think there's any of this, that on the last record. No, I don't think there's any of that on this record, even though there's hints and ideas that you're like, okay, yep. They got back on the saddle of writing quicksand songs. Um, but I will say all that and say the song that I would love to hear a sound expanded most on is Brushed, which is stepping away from some of the some of the quicksand kind of typical sounds more than a lot, while at heart still being very much a quicksand song. Yeah, and I wonder. I always wonder, like if. The record before this, what was it called? Um, Inf- windows? So, not Windows. Inversion? No. Uh, no. I think it was Inversion. No. Doesn't it got what? Windows on it? No. That's the cover. It's um, <laughs> that's Snapkey song from 1995. <laughs> you old fuck. Yeah, but the the album art does in fact have Windows. It does let's have a window. It. Let's let's call it uh, it's pains. interiors, interiors, interiors. interiors. Uh, but I wonder if that primed the pump for distant populations because it's like I wonder I always wonder if like if the if the 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 records came out in a different order like would we look at inversions the same way no like I think like if distant populations came out first interiors and inversions there's a song called I wonder if like we'd be so high on distant populations because it's so different from what we were expecting yeah that, like we I, got used to the idea, and then they, they the next record was actually great. That's totally possible, but I th- I think that this is a more fully realized record. Yeah, it is. I think that's also too. on my list. Yeah, I I, I think Interiors <laughs> deserves more attention than it got. I think this record's just. I think this is a masterstroke record. I, I think it's really really good. I think it captures a different facet of a band who everyone's so intimately familiar with their pre-reunion material that I think there's people who are quick to be like, wow, but yo, this is, this is really good. Yeah. Good one. All right. Uh, Tom hit us. Um, Okay. So do we want to do like, if there's anything that, if there's things on our list that we all share, do you want to just kind of go in on them and then, Sure, and and I think that there's probably some that you know. So if you want to throw one out, we can that we can all talk about. Sure. Um, I'm going to go. You know, this is this. My list is insanely long. I love it. I can't wait. Just as a you know, um, because I even hate. You know what? If we're going, if if I may be so bold, please, please. I hate the like the like the runner up or like the honorable mentions. I, I it it almost it it. I don't. I don't love to do that because it's kind of like, ah, sorry, kid, you almost made it. No, yeah, yeah. This, this I hate that vibe. Made it. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Totally. So w- w- we're gonna go for. I'm gonna say a Kulu on Screw My Head. I think this record's great. The oh, seven okay. inches were awesome. Yep. And they managed to pull off an LP, which I think is not not always easy to do. I found myself on this list. Oh, yeah, it's. I love the record. I think it's really good. Um, there's a lot of comparisons. It's. It's pretty. It's in the pocket New York hardcore. 
spot, I think it's a unique angle because I was like, yo, this feels like the the middle point, the meeting point between Judge bringing it down and AF cause for alarm. And uh, there's a lot of different points of reference that you can make and even more outside of it you know there's some yeah. really good metal pulls but those a two suit, when a I, lot of crown of thorns too i think because there's a lot of sure. groove to it yeah, you're right that, that, that's the element that i didn't throw in is that there is a groove to it i just think that there's this underlying like i was trying to identify some of the crunchier parts and it it has a lot of bringing it down its dna which i can hear that which yo i actually think there was a time where you'd hear more of that but it's at this point, and maybe for the past fifteen years, it's almost always siphoned through integrity, which twists it a little bit. And this is a pretty pure, like this is a non-integrity version of bring it down crunching. And I think that's fucking cool. Um, yeah, fantastic record. Uh, lived up to the hype, and yep. yeah, and and yo, th- th- that was a lot of talk. There was a lot of people really waiting for this one, including all three of us, and it really, yes. I think it delivered. Um, yeah, I'm curious to see how like putting them in front of those uh, those uh, turnstile crowds, you know, t- in 2022. You know, I'm, I'm curious to see how much further this record pops. Agree. Not on your list, Pat. Oh no, definitely on my list. I was going to say, like, you were the biggest Akulu fan of the three of us somehow. Uh, honestly, I I forget what periodical I had to. I got asked to do a lot of year end lists and I uh, fobbed them off as they say, uh, because last time I did it, you guys were like, you guys were like, you betrayed us. And I was well, like, you, you, you came in with really like two. Yeah. Yeah. You came we in did, with like we, three fucking records. We did I've only come in with a half dozen this you. time. Yeah. Listen, the, it, the, I did not do other people's year end list, but I did say that if I had to pick a record this year, it would be the Akulu unscrew my head record. Uh, I think it's, a really worthy follow-up to truly, truly great seven inches. So uh, I was uh, pretty happy with it. And uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely high on my list. And it also has an, uh, a, an instrumental song that sounds like tool. Yeah. That's an interesting choice as well. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't know. Where this is going, but I'm in, I'm here for it. Low key to me. Um, the first four songs on this record are like, just like, Banger, 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 banger. Like rock block. I love it. So. Yep. All right. Uh, Tom, hit us with another. You got, oh, you got a long list. So. Got it. Okay. Another one that we could all share. Mm. Um, um, a record that's more recent. Um, and I, I listened to it despite the cover. Okay. Method of Doubt, Staring at Patterns. A great record that takes from influences that I don't particularly like, mm. but I love this record. So, uh, I really, really like this record a lot. Um, I, I might the EP that came before it. I really love, and um, this is a more this is a more full version of it. I, I think they kind of expanded their sound quite a bit, actually. Um, I found the lyrics pretty unique. I thought the vocal patterns were fun. Um, vocally, Tom, you were asking, you, we were talking about this in the chat. Yeah. Like, what is this? And and I, you were like, is this, is there a little bit of Mark Ryan? I was like, well, I hear a lot of battery. And you're like, oh, that's it. 
But then I listen. I'm like, oh, here's the Mark Ryan parts, you know? Um, yeah. Because there there's, is there's some super parts too. This. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good point. Um, so delivery literally had me thinking of the way his cadence goes. Like he gets kind of he gets kind of pitter pat sometimes with the cadence. Yeah. And it made me think of the battery song has been. Um, where uh, McTernan's like, and it works, but it's like so singularly unique and the tone. And um, yo, I also want to say this record is truly mid tempo. Like, oh, yeah. yes, almost no real fast parts, um, but still manages to keep my attention, which says a lot. Uh, a high watermark for a melodic hardcore record in 2021. Absolutely. Everyone should. Uh, I think it only came out in the last like month or so. Yeah. And it was kind of like a boom. Here it is. Check it out. Yeah. But I highly recommend it. I, I re- really detected more post hardcore on this than you guys did. It sounds like. No, I hear that too. I hear that for sure. There's not sonically. There's, there's some like straight post hardcore. That's that's what I thought when you guys started talking about bold. I'm like, uh, uh, I guess yes, I yeah. See but like, looking back, bold is has yeah. some fucking yeah. post hardcore. Yeah, that's, that's true. true. Yeah, very true. I think that's roots post hardcore. If you're asking me, you got some TC three. Um, yeah, you know what? There's some elements of stuff like handsome. I could make a comparison to on some of the tracks. Um, that's one of the things I want to give credit to for a few of the more melodic acts. Uh, that we're going to be talking about, I assume, but at least that I'll bring up really unafraid to go to places. Um, and I think that's the new thing. And if you're dusty, you might be like, you know, clutching your pearls at some of the, the risks that bands take, but uh, just get with it. Cause the, uh, the other option is to be boring. And uh, I, I, I like when the bands opt not to. Is it my turn? Uh, this is one that is, it normally would not make my list because this isn't a style that I gravitate towards. And I did not expect to feel as strongly about this record as I do. The enforced record kill grid is making my list just because it's excellent at what it is attempting to be. And I don't know how often I'll listen to this, but I was near blown away at how high quality the fucking thing is. Really? So that's why it makes my list. It is. So when we talk about the bands that are doing thrash, like, and we're ta- now in 2021, we're talking about thrash being a rather big umbrella. Mm-hmm. This is on the heavy end. And I did not expect that. This is like a, a heavy record. And I really appreciated that a lot. I mean, so, so enforced gets a lot of the comparisons to stuff like power trip and that's warranted. Sonically, this, this isn't, a lot less, take out the grind. This is way closer to nails than it is power trip to me. It's 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 a hard, heavy record. Yeah, that's also it was also on my list. I think I think this record's awesome, and I think it deserves more props and credit than it, than it's it's gotten so far. Tom, let me ask you a question. Yeah do you, do you think that that's because that the and everybody this in the sound of my voice you know i'm the most passive thrash guy in the world uh do you think that people are gravitating towards more of the like i guess 
I, I don't know what word to use. Kind of like fun, uh, flipped That's brim, yeah. flipped brim adjacent, right? Adjacent. Uh, dead heat and drain and stuff like. Do you think that like maybe that's just like the energy in the room right now is going? I mean, I like- think that's feasible because I mean, okay. think one of the biggest thrash bands going is fucking municipal waste. Oh, always. <laughs> you know, I mean, um, I mean, they're cute. You know, reliably big. Yeah, so I think that makes sense. You know, and I think Enforce is a lot darker, and I think that's why even akin to what Bob was saying, like it's a lot more nails. Like drain is like Murphy's Law with thrash parts. Yes, it's the most fucking fun. It's like enforced ain't fun, and that's yeah. that's awesome. And that's how you know, music, you know, there's room for both. That's a fact. You know what I, I mean? But I think I, this record rips. I think this record might get more attention in the metal community than it does in the hardcore community. I believe that. Oh, I'm sure. But it should get a lot more in the hardcore community because it's still it's got all the rage that you want. Uh, the song UXO, I fucking love and. To me, I, I, thinking about this, I was like, this is a th- thrash metal hardcore record. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of metal. It's heavy. It's hard. I, I liked what you said, Tom. It's it's not it's not faking the funk, and there's no, like, gouged smiles here. Like, yo, anybody who knows Knox, singer of Enforce, dude's one, a wonderful human, two fun-loving guy but when it comes down to the band they're not they're not just they're not playing that that angle they're just going out and you know going for the throat it's fucking great i i'm huge fan of this record um would love to see they they've got touring going 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 i'm waiting to see them do a couple more crossover with hardcore band tours because they're doing a lot of tours with metal bands yeah which is fine too but i think like you put them out there with terror or fucking yeah, you know, one of the have you know, I I I think they destroy. Agree. All right. Uh that was yours, Patrick. Um Tom, give us another. Um let me see other ones that I all right. We're gonna go for it. Yeah. Friend of the pod. And just I, I, this might be my favorite record of the year, or is at least like top three. Fiddlehead between the riches. Okay. Uh, can I can I give a, a reveal? Yeah. I heard part of this record halfway through last year. Same. Like 2020, right. Yep. But then I never went back and listened to it again. <gasps> until like a month ago. Because because as as we've talked about, it just had all the talk, you know? And I didn't want to have any of that impact my view of it. Um, I, I think one of the best things I can say about this record, Tom, please tell me this. It is a great record all on its own, which yep. I think is tough because the, the last LP was such kind of this like, fuck, aha moment, like, that melded all this sound, this like weird post hardcore sound, the the melody of like some of the basement shit and doing that stuff, but it wasn't, and it was doing its own thing. It's like it's it's hey, it's dudes from basement, it's guy from half heart, it's this and that, it's uh, uh, but it's like no no no, this this project stands fully on its own fucking legs, 
But then you put out a milestone record. And so what do you do? You got to write a response to it. Do you continue themes? Do you do this? Da, da. And I think the best thing I can say is this record feels like it stands on its own feet and has a really different energy than the last LP. Um, so yeah, and I think this is it's it's weird. I think both records are like this that they're sort of like you can listen to it and enjoy it at a very superficial level yeah. because it's catchy and it sounds fun. But you can also, but then when you read the lyrics, it it has its it, it becomes that much deeper to me. Mm-hmm. And I think so. Like you can listen to it just as like a record you put on, and it's a fucking. You're singing along and everything's great, but then you can like sit and really read the the words and shit. And you're like, "Fuck, this is like super heavy." Yeah, no, I, I and joyous and sad, you know. Yeah, there's some there's some sad boy moments on this record, but there's yeah. also, I think stuff like, um, I think that there was some attempts by by Mister Mister Flynn on this record to pull out of. Um, some of the more traditional songwriting stuff to, to do stuff. So, so one of my favorite songs on the record is down university. Mm. And it's interesting because conceptually it is something, but he, he goes with a very specific way of speaking on a thing and speaking to it, which I think maybe was outside of his lyrical comfort zone, but also was doing a different thing. And that catches that resonates with me when I feel like, Content-wise, it's trying to do something new. Our, our esteemed co-host here has done that well. Um, I think it's one of his stronger writing attributes is is going to a different type of subject with a different angle. Um, and I think Pat Flynn maybe did his best version of that on this record. He wrote a love song to his best friend, which is a fun vibe. So shout out yeah. to him. Patrick, did you listen to this record yet? Not with any, <laughs> Not with any real ear. Yeah. Too heavy for you, huh? <laughs> well. What's your problem? I have a weird thing. I, I got a question for you. The fuck yeah. is your problem? <laughs> uh, no, I don't. So I'm impressed by you fellas that can like listen to my music. I personally find like friends music to be kind of taxing. Like I. I, uh, I love when my like, friends get the W's, bro. No, so listen, so do I. I want to say, of all the people that we talk about on this podcast, I can say with confidence, Pat Flynn is the guy that should win the most. And I'm really glad that people appreciate what he's doing now. Not everybody, we don't talk about it enough as a fucking victory, but not everybody gets to be in a second band that anybody gives a shit about. No names, because this is not no. to shame anybody. This could be any fucking one of us. No, but you know, let's, let's pause it right there, because... We we've put light on. Yo, Pat didn't just go have heart, hang up his hat, and then reappear on the stage when the first Fiddlehead LP came out. No, Fiddlehead no. One has been a band since like twenty fucking fifteen. Yep. You know, um, he's done other two, shit too. Yeah, Wolf uh, Whistle, Clear Wolf Whistle, Free, Free Sweet Jesus, bands you could ban- and bands you could go see play to fifteen people yep. if you want. You know, um, and and it's uh, so so yeah. It's it. The That's another w is for showing attention to to quality art. So shout out to everybody. Yeah. So I'd like to. Um, so that was actually a, a potential future episode. Mm. Band. So the, our buddy Adam Patterson from HopeCon 
um, was like, that would be like a, a good, he was like, that's, here's a suggestion for, 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 a, uh, an episode, like band, like musicians that have had like a second successful band. It, it's rare and it's cool when it happens. Well, and that, you know, so shout out to Adam for the idea. We're going to use it. Yeah. And, and I, I'm, we might train, uh, twist it too and say, uh, you know, like the other bands, like and and maybe that's a, even a third concept is the the bands like yo Patrick you've gone on record as saying you like free as much if not more than half heart on record it's a concentrated version of half heart it's better right hello it is Ryan and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com I looked over at the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing they were also playing Chumba Casino coincidence i think not everybody's loving having fun with it chumba casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere even at thirty thousand feet so sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus that's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus you could easily have gone and seen free uh when they played shows which it basically was the lineup that played have heart <laughs> you know yeah. i mean it was have heart with a different name um to you know normal size hardcore show audience period um, yep so it's it's interesting the stuff that clicks and doesn't and why and uh yo sweet jesus like if you haven't heard the sweet jesus lp uh and you like fiddlehead in any way it's not the same but you should Pat, have you listened to, to Sweet Jesus? I have, but uh, and I think I've probably told Pat this, and I think he probably agreed. It's, it's I love Swizz. I don't just like Swizz, yeah. and yeah. and it's it's almost weird to hear something that's so much in the pocket on that. You know what I mean? So, uh, like I didn't like the band Give when they first started because I thought that they borrowed too much from Swizz. Now Give turned out to be its own thing and and really accomplished a lot. But when it first started, I was like, "Oh, like I I can see all the strings." You know what I mean? <laughs> like like like, I, like I'm I'm not new here. Like this is like and th- that's Sweet Jesus. I thought was an excellent Swizz, but I just like Swizz too much. You know. Mm. I think I think there's space for it. Um, as a complete aside, uh, maybe only interested to a very small portion of our listenership. Patrick, did you see the uh, announcement that there's going to be a the hated uh, reissue series? There's going to be a what? A what reissue? The, band, the hated. Oh. <laughs> uh, this has been a thing for like a decade, right? Yeah, well, well, that the the formal announcement came out because I think uh, they finally got it, and there's actually a song up on streaming. So really, yeah, huh? Okay, interesting. oh yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll link you. I'll link you. Um, it's cool, uh, Tom. The hated, like notorious DC. I think they actually are Maryland, but I think they're Annapolis. Yeah, right. Uh, band who could uh, can lay claim if they wanted to say, well, you know, Right Spring was the first, you know, quote unquote emo band or whatever. The hated were right there doing very similar things, pulling from the same bucket and arguably doing it not quite as well, in my opinion, but just right there doing really cool shit so really i don't even know they just put uh, out you know, a super deep cut and it's like it, and yeah, what pat saying that he's, he's not wrong at all 
Uh, that back to Fiddlehead for just a moment. Uh, all that said, <clears throat> I do intend to give it a real listen. I just here's what I know. I know it'll be of high quality, and I know that I will feel s- slightly challenged by the lyrics, in the same way that like when I listen to Touche. Uh, uh, right. You know, Jeremy is like my guy, and it is. Uh, it's it's almost like listening to, like, it, it's just I don't know what it is. Like I, I, I and we're going to be talking about other friends on this list. I think, and I'm always a little weird. <laughs> like I don't know why it is, because I want my fr- I want to enjoy everything my friends do, and I do. It's all quality. I just like. Do you not want to know your friends' problems? I I weirdly have a hard time diving in. I don't know what it is. Like so, if, like like you wouldn't like if the stuff that they sing about. If they came to you one on one, you'd be like, "Yeah, I, I don't want to. I, I don't know how to interact." With, like, <laughs> like you don't want to hear people like be honest and be like, "Here's what I felt like after you know this important person in my life passed away," or like, "Here's what the joy of you know having an, uh, a a new baby like and, and you, know, no, you know you know it's interesting I, it, uh, like I'll I'll readily accept it from strangers but like something about people that I like that are friends I just I don't know you hand wave it you don't want to hear it you're like I oh, this is not why I'm not I'm not your friend for this oh god I don't know if I'd say that it's just it's a bit much is all yeah you you just can't deal with the intricacies of of a true friendship I mean that's, that? <laughs> that's you know that's what it sounds like to me what about you Bob I think I think yeah I think there's a a, a, a real I'm sensing a toxic masculinity. Wow. Patrick. Uh, right. You know I mean, that's like Bob being like, I know you're going through some stuff, Andy. I can't listen to your record because I don't want to hear it like over a cup of coffee and I don't want to hear it on a, on my turntable. Never. You know, how we could talk about other shit. Let's talk about the gotta, Yankees gotta, and gotta Steve Balboni. You got to be, you got to be there for the hard shit. That's what I'm saying. How do you guys continue to platform me? I don't. I mean, I don't get it. It's it's tough. It's tough. There's a lot. Of, there's a lot of. You don't make it easy. Of, there's a lot of cajoling Tom every week. You, you know, like oh, we're gonna keep how, this guy on. How do you guys keep? How do you keep me on staff? You do do. I mean, I have a, I have a joke that I'll make off air, but. Yeah. <laughs> um. I feel like if we had a human resources department, you'd probably have been fired already. But yeah, I, I occasionally say an insensitive thing. Not, yeah, yeah, but um, so yeah. But you mostly don't mean it usually. No, you're just going. You're like you're you're an insult. Com- you're like yeah. You're like yeah. He's like, the, Clay. The com- like you don't believe it. Comic dog or whatever. No, you know you know, you know what uh, you know what I think it is uh, that like not to get heavy for a second, but like I, I'm increasingly frustrated <laughs> that our public lives and our private lives, not you and I, but like society, that our public lives and private lives are are so. Like there's a chasm between them. Yes. And I, I just, I really think that that's very unhealthy. And I think it's making people behave in like, for lack of a better word, schizophrenic ways and where they compartmentalize completely. And I think that this is actually worse for people than just having, being able to joke. Now, obviously some jokes are going to offend and that's whatever, but like, this is a thing that I do end up thinking about a lot because I understand that I occasionally rub people the wrong way, but it's really the thing that I found is that everybody that I've ever rubbed the wrong way has, they talk like me when they're with their friends. They just don't like me talking that way publicly. 
and that's pretty annoying. Think about so, this. A thing to think about. Think about this when you say public lives and private lives. What was your dad's public life and private life like 25 years ago? Was I mean, it any different? You know what I mean? Like, or was it one of the same because he was just a dude in, you know, well, uh, a B rate city? You know, well, that's doing, the thing, right? Thing, you know, like, and, and no names, but I've got a relative who will roll the window down to threaten the, uh, the guy who gives tickets, right? Like in his neighborhood and, and like, you, like say like <laughs> the it. worst fucking thing. Now here's the thing. I don't think you should go around threatening municipal workers. However, well, really? Yeah. Uh, right. Well, uh, however, I, I do think that there is, that's a healthy lack of divide between rolling, like keeping the window up and going, you fucking motherfucker. But, 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 and then uh, I do think that there needs to be some, legitimate release to who you really are in instead of like the kind of weird like can't joke sort of shit anyway that's a heavy topic everybody as you can tell uh i'm joking on on uh, uh, a message that we got uh not a big deal but it is uh if if anybody ever like just for the record like if anybody doesn't like what any of us do just message that person i'm gonna I'm an adult human being. No, you can you just don't read it. No, I, well, Tom, That's let's not. The problem, bro. <laughs> Tom, Why are you me... like just message me? We'll have an adult conversation. I'll be like, um, Patrick, um, my friend so and so emailed you and DM'd you six times about being on their podcast, or you know, doing. Yeah, you know, I had to be. Case in point, <laughs> our buddy David Anthony. Yeah, good dude. Doing interview is doing a thing for for drug church in stereo gum. Mm. Yeah. And oh, he's like, we're, we're texting back and forth. And he's like, yep, Pat's not responding. I go, not really shocked. And then well, I have to go into like, Tom, I'm embarrassed of my partner. Tom, Listen. You, you're you're leaving it out. He was supposed to be doing like a live interview online, right? Like a something, right? Like an, it, he was supposed to be on an interview like in that. No, I don't, I don't. No, I no, don't. it was supposed to be. Yeah, no, oh, David okay. was going to interview him and then, oh, you know, okay, parse yeah. it down for like an okay. article. So it was like, yeah, like he was supposed to be, he was just not on. Okay. All right. right. But then, you know, it was like four something or four, whatever it was. And I'm, and I'm like, he's not always like this. Like then I'm making fucking excuses for this asshole. I was at the I trampoline go, park. Yeah. But like, let me, <laughs> you're killing the fucking. So and then I'm like, well, maybe maybe he's sound checking because you know we recorded early yesterday and he sound checked around this time. Like, I'll, you know, I'll get in touch. Like, I'm like his fucking publicist, this asshole. And I appreciate it. Then he's like, I'm on my way to the hospital. Our sound guy hurt himself at a trampoline park. Yeah. So here's the part of that that you I'm guys are all in your fucking forties almost, and you're going to trampoline parks. Here's the thing. I I. The part of it that I didn't tell David Anthony is it wasn't exclusively because we had an injury at the trampoline park. I definitely was not looking at my phone at the trampoline park. I completely forgot <laughs> about that interview. So, yes, Tom, you're right. I'm telling I'm telling the, the weird hobgoblins in our mentions to just contact me, but you you are correct. There is a 13% chance that I will ever see their message. Right, which is even more enraging. Yeah, that's probably true. Because if you message me or Bob, we're going to be like – Yo, man, I totally get it. I'm sorry. That really sucks. Or like, I don't listen to him in any other facet other than axe to grind because we're able to fucking rope him in a little bit. I don't listen to his comedy, you know, his fucking, you know, 
what's what's the uh what's the big podcast that's like super offensive uh come town's really big yes or rogan <laughs> i don't yeah i don't want you to come for it with uh you and eric wilson the, the comfort in so um so I don't. I'm not privy. Like I have an idea, and that's probably why I don't. Because I'd probably send you nasty messages. And, and would and, love it. You know, uh, it, it was fun. Like so, for people that don't listen to my other podcast, we had an episode where I just graphically described making love to Eric's butt, and like where I would where I would finish, and all this other stuff. And then my mother comes home and says, "Oh, uh, it, you know, my sister's friend's father." was telling me that he was listening to your podcast. He said, he said, yeah, I listened to your son's podcast. And I said, did he say anything else? And he said, she said, no, just that he gave it a listen in the garage the other day. And I was like, I was literally talking about finishing on Eric's uh, tummy the other day. Like what a fucking bizarre, <laughs> like, like who would tune in? Like somebody's f- like friend of the family tuned in to like me, butt fucking Eric. <laughs> oh, well, good God. thing we're here to, to, Rain you in a little bit. Nothing like a good, uh, friendly butt fucking. So, um, Jesus Christ. Let's go back. Uh, I don't even, Tom, that was your suggestion. Yeah. Uh, shout out Fiddlehead between the riches. uh, Sorry for the weird Um, sexual. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry to everyone who doesn't want to hear the word butt fucking 18 times on a podcast either. Everybody, if you're in your car with your kids, sorry about all the butt fucking going on around here. (laughs) Uh, that feels like an appropriate end to the fiddlehead review. Um, that's Sorry, the, that's yeah. As Pat drives around with two children, being like, "Don't repeat this." We might have <laughs> just we might have just named their third LP. So, you know. sorry for all the butt fucking. <laughs> that's honestly, if, oh, if I hate this so if much. Our favorite Jersey Mike's eater was being true to his heart. That's the name of the record. So that's true. Let's move it forward, uh, guys. Let's just let's get this one out of the way. Um, uh, turnstile. Glow on. We've we've sucked it so much. Yeah, look, it's it's. it's Yo, Pat, can really you get to weird. Australia like immediately? <laughs> God damn it! Everything's like this can suck a dick. I'm fucking having sex with fucking Eric and his fucking poop hole. It's like, can you just not? Can we just have a fucking conversation without it being? You know what? If you don't like it, you can suck my dick. You can suck this one, too. And then this guy over here, can you can suck that thing? Turnstile's playing in the background. I'm, me and Eric got each other by We're the BFing. We're just fucking yeah, like <laughs> We're BFing. Yeah, everybody. <laughs> that That's more family-friendly, everybody. We're just BFing over here. Um, I hate this so much. How many BFs with Eric would you give the Turnstile record out of 10? Oh, it's like a 9.4. Yeah, 9.4 BFs. I think yeah, I think with, this with a is little a record quote unquote finishing on his tummy. <laughs> we we are holy shit. We are a hundred percent. Tom is going apoplectic. I can feel. Tom, <laughs> I can feel Tom gripping the microphone. I'm watching the uh, yo the the turnstile record is awesome. Um, yes, it, it, uh, my friend Charlie made a really good point. He's like they somehow threaded the line of between hardcore and popular music. And I think that that might offend some sensibilities, but Turnstiles managed their band in such a way that um, you really have to look for it. So shout out. Do you think that was intentional? There's they, yes, everything that they do is intentional. They think about it very hard. Or like they, did they just write what they wanted to write and it happened to be so, both? I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know the answer to this, but I, I know that Brendan is like, 
he's a dude that'll sit at a piano and just like make music. So I, th- I think if I had to guess, uh, I think that these dudes were like, I think they enjoy pop music, whether that's the Beatles or some of these, uh, if you know, I almost day. just, I almost Take just money. Yeah. I almost just deeply embarrassed myself by trying to say the name of that very popular uh, female pop musician whose name I cannot say. Jamira Olivia Brown. Rodrigo? No. Dua Lipa? Thank Rih- you. Rihanna? I okay. almost – yeah. I, really, I really struggle with try- – that word. those words do not roll off my tongue very well. Dua uh, Lipa. Dua Lipa. Good job. Yeah, yeah. Like there. Dua Lipa. Uh. So – I think they probably enjoy all that, uh, and I think that that was probably. Yeah, but I think people do, and it's hard to to make sure make that commingle with your music. 100%. Oh no, it's like I'm, I'm saying. Like I was listening to fucking Kelly Clarkson, but I ain't fucking writing since you've been gone too. No, listen, this is a rare this is a rare record on a couple levels, and that's yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I'm curious to see. I'm curious to see where this goes. Yeah, and yeah. I I wonder like, is this a band we're gonna see in fucking you know? arenas at some point is uh, this a band that's going to be you know maybe three out of a, out of four on like a touring fucking amphitheater tour yes i'm just curious like i i don't think they're not going to be you know one of four on arena tours they're going to be like main support on arena tours or like head I, i'm just i'm really curious to see how far this goes because i think this record is so like welcoming to the listener Yep. That you know, you have to like you have to go into it being like, I'm too cool for this to really hate it. I I think that if you've only heard the like top tracks on on there on on streaming or the singles that were released or you watch part of a video, um, and you're maybe mixed, you don't think about it, whatever. Dig into the rest of the record. Uh it's more of a hardcore record than you'd think. I would compare it favorably to things like set your goals um set for accessibility into hardcore but still like like there's records that people cite as gateway records you know like to hardcore like you know this is the record that got got kids in the door to the genre and there's some of those records that people look at and kind of scoff at and like yeah but it kind of sucks though but no one says that about set your goals and i don't think People who truly give this record a listen will say that either. Yeah. All right. Uh, a solid nine point four BFs. Let's let's keep it moving. Um, <sighs> um, all right. We talked about a Kulu. We talked. Um, I'm going to throw out. Um, I'm going to throw out one that I don't think either you'll have, but but that I do encourage both of you to check out. Um, I I sent it. Uh, as a, because it's a band camp only I don't know why this shit isn't on like the streaming services there might be like legit reasons but um, I just want to listen to it more uh, the people's temple people's temple demo I love I I love this demo yeah it's it's actually great and it has uh, I was trying to figure out what I was detecting in it I was like is this born against what what is this is this like is this so, born again, born against meets like Amber in. You know what I mean? Like I was like, what? 
what is it? To me, uh, it's Necros with Poison Idea and then like a sprinkling of SoCal Punk and a sprinkling of like UK82 and Discharge uh, sensibilities. Okay, so help me parse this. What is the what element of that is the vocals? Is that the California necros, punk? Necros, necros. Interesting. Listen to it. It's 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 got that. It's got kind of like there's a throatiness, but also like without saying snotty, but like it gets pitchy in ways. Yeah, I mean that's what I mean. The songs are good, but I think that's what makes it stand out is. Yep. The, the vocals are – we're in a – everybody, we're in a moment where a lot of bands, a lot of bands are – even if they're not heavy bands, are borrowing really kind of vomit heavy vocals. Mm-hmm. And this goes in a completely different direction. Yes. And it's – I'm – I was very <laughs> – I welcomed it immediately. I said, oh, oh, how nice. So um, you you were knee deep in hundreds of hours of music. I, this is one of the few things I'm like, yeah, try to give this a shot because I think you'd like it too. <coughs> it's like really tried true, like U.S. hardcore, but like punk. And so when I first heard, I heard this several months ago, and it's kind of stayed in regular rotation for me just because it feels so fresh. Um, and that happens sometimes with demos, and that's why there's a weird attraction to demos, is because it feels kind of new and fresh. And like, if you get that, it's a good feeling. Um, I felt that when I heard the mental demo, for example. I also felt it when I heard the direct control demo, and that direct control demo, low key, kind of kicked off the whole No Way record scene that that lasted for like five and a half, six years, and had like a real moment. Um, and I'm not saying that this, I don't know. I know this band is nascently from New York city. I haven't seen any shows that they've been on. Um, I am actively want to go see them live because it's really good. And if anyone's holding an extra copy of the physical of this demo tape, I missed it. So, uh, shout out to Roach Lake records. I love this demo. I love the fatal war demo too. Uh, I really like the Tower 7 LP, but I need a physical copy of this demo. So someone hook it up. I wish Bandcamp didn't suck. And it needs it needs like a playlistable feature that makes sense. It's yeah, I mean like it's so awesome with like well, yeah. comparatively it's awesome. Yeah. But I think like it's just like it's I'm not fucking walking around trying to like keep this like it it's yo, if there was a good Bandcamp app that worked where you could just like Click. Not have to open it on no, that fucking the, yeah the on fucking, you and Google yeah like yeah you know like you give me a good app that I can have my phone maybe on my desktop so I can click through and listen to shit and like yo it would probably encourage me to buy more stuff on there too if it was more hundred percent you know so and if you could be like here's my like here's everything I've bought so far mm-hmm. yeah it's like good, the good stuff I've gotten either stuff that I bought stuff that you know when I bought the LP it came with a, a code. Mm-hmm. All this stuff that's just kind of like it's floating in the ether, floating in the ether. Like I'm never gonna list. There's no way to con- like to to have that all in one place. Yeah, yeah, no, not fun. So zero uh, BFs. Shout out RoachlegRecords.bandcamp.com. Go go check out the People's Temple demo. Uh, by far my favorite demo of the year. Word up. You got. Um, all right. Yeah, I'm going to go through all the ones that I think we might share and then. Oh, yeah, yeah. Please. Yeah, sorry. And then I'll end with like with some stuff that it's only probably just me out on an island. Do it. Um, we're going to go. 
Um, the chisel retaliation. I fucking love it. I think I bought. Uh, oh, cool. Yeah, that. Um, I bought the seven inch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Earlier this year, and I was like, "This is really cool." And I'm thinking it's just gonna be sing song. Like, I mean, who's who doesn't like oi? Like, yeah, like good, good pubs, good, well done. Like, fucking, it's the fucking best. And I was like, "This is great." And like, that's all. Like, we're not the only one, or whatever. I'm like, "This is so fucking catchy." And like this record has a lot of that, but it's got some like fucking hardcore like rippers. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this and well, you know what? While we're here, I'm gonna say oh, we'll say them both since they're tethered together quite often. Sure. I also love the Chubby and the Gang, the Mutts Nuts record. I I feel like this one grew on you much quicker, more so than the first Chubby LP. Yes. Yeah, I think it's great, and I think. Um, I feel like Chubby is getting a little bit more of the like the like the press in in the UK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, for like, sure. It seems like they've got they they got some attention. They're on a bigger label now too, so you know. Yeah, I mean, and they're also doing like the the UK leg, at least the UK leg of the Turnstile tour. That's right. That's right. So, yeah, I mean, and these are all folks from like arms rates and stuff, right? It's all like. Violence, violent situation, violent reaction. Yeah, no, violent reaction. I'm sorry. They're, they're yeah, they're they're all like I, UK hardcore. Yeah, right? yeah, from the new wave of British hardcore stuff. Um, so yeah, I, I it's it's a weird thing when I actually was thinking about because I was like, oh, you know, there's violent reaction, arms race. Oh yeah, chubby the gang. Oh chisel. Oh big cheese. Oh like like you start going through it and you start to realize, wait, that scene has been very vibrant and that's not to even go into a lot of the smaller like little projects and different kind of stuff that's floated around yo that's that's something and and some of that stuff i think i I, cross the board all of it is good you're gonna find your favorite flavor for me i really love big cheese um yes yes but like i have friends who are like yo the game yo arms race that's it you know and i'm i think that's a that's that's something that deserves its own episode is for us to go through a bunch of that and maybe try to get a couple of those folks on there because i, think I would that, love that that shit's really good and it's just and they've good. had like a great good for a long time yeah and different different styles too yes yeah because i feel like there was like a like you know probably five six years ago at this point like repentance and like all these like more kind of 90s like straight like vegan traders like metalcore bands right that were popping for a bit that kind of, you know, broke yeah, up. They yeah. played like, you know, FYA and like murdered. Sure. And I, know? I don't and know then, I don't know if there's too much crossover between the people, but but it seems no. like there's a ton of that. But I mean, here I'm looking at I'm looking at Violent Reaction. And yeah, there's dudes who went on to Chubby the Gang. There's a dude who was in Shrapnel, Fade, Higher Power. You know what I mean? Like Yeah, that's this yeah. is there is a ton of moving yep. around Crown Court. Oh damn, that Crown Court record is really good. Impressive shit. Yeah, but those are my two records: the Chisel, Chubby, and the Gang. Yeah, uh, both very good. Uh, if you've somehow passed them over and you have any interest in Oi or Street Punk, you should hear both. But know that there's a good amount of hardcore baked into both it's DNA. More on the Chisel side for sure, yeah. but, but well you hear it on both. Too. Yep. 
PK, you're not you're not totally Jimmy Oi. No, I'm far from Jimmy Oi. <laughs> yeah, but did you get a chance to, on these ones? Yeah, um, it, it, respectfully to the guys in this in, in these bands, I'll, I'll listen in a year. the The hype is too great right now, and I like you. I almost I get, I get it. I started listening, and I was like, "Oh wait, these dudes can't win because With you the hype right is now. so yep. so great that these would have to be the best records of the year for me to not feel disappointed." So. I checked out both records. They're obviously both well done. You know what I mean? Like yep. it, it, I, I probably, I, you know what? I don't know. I, cause the chubby record has some real fucking catchy songs. So maybe I, I don't know which one I would lean, but yeah, the, uh, uh, it, right now the, the hype is, is just too great. And I'm sure that I will enjoy these more when I can listen to them, like without the noise of, of people, talking about them <laughs> no you know I, I respect it and, and i will not enjoy this right now because other people are enjoying this i'm going to I, wait until people I, yeah wait, wait until people have cooled on it a little bit no i mean look it's like just you like, see how like that's that sounds insane like, i listen you're going it, to see it, fucking spider-man tomorrow uh, no, I the third Spider-Man. biggest opening in the world, yo, in yo, the history of tel- of movies, he already saw it. Remember, he said he didn't care for it. Which, oh right, right, because which, people were excited about it. Yo, yo, I just want to put this out there. My significant other, she said, "Oh, we, she made a chocolate cake for me for my birthday, and uh, it was good." Do you know what kind of chocolate cake I like? The one out of the box, and it's like, oh it, no, the one out of the box. Oh, what about frosting? Yeah, the one out of that like little thing. To, yeah, don't go crazy. Just that's, that's yeah. just chocolate chocolate. There we go. Go to one aisle and just bang it out. There it is. And um that's what she said. And <laughs> so she made it and me and Easton are both like and and I think Easton goes, Oh, what do you think of the cake, Mom? And she's like, No, I don't care for it. And we were both like, Whoa. That's like <laughs> that's like for a fruit fru fruity vibe. That's like you might as well have just thrown it on the ground and spit on it. Like I don't care for that. Well, listen, I'm not throwing either of these bands on the ground. These are good bands. I'm but just but Spider-Man movie. You might be throwing on the ground. Yeah, I have thrown on the ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, yeah, you're gonna wait a year. Like so, like the you know, one of your few remaining years, you're going to throw away <laughs> and not listening to these records out of spite, almost. No, not spite. I'm ha- listen. It's a little spiteful. It's spiteful not, a little bit. No, I don't know. Listen, nobody misunderstands. Not against them. Not against no, them, but just like them. society in general. I, I I don't know if I know any of these people. I, I because I haven't seen any photos. Uh, if I know you, <laughs> I, no, I. I'm not saying against the bands. I'm just saying like you're like, fuck these other humans that like this. You're like, what's that like? These humans and their lives. Like you're you're like a fucking comic book. Doctor Manhattan. Doctor Manhattan. No, listen, I mean, Turnstile got, I took me, uh, we were talking about Turnstile, the new Turnstile record for like two months before I really was like, all right, all right, I'll fucking, I'll yeah. actually listen. You know what I mean? Because when, when I open Instagram and I see everybody talking about the same thing, I go, eh, I follow idiots. They, they, this can't be good. <laughs> so Two things, but, I can't talk too much out of the other side of my mouth because I said, I just said the same thing in just nicer words about the fiddlehead thing that I held off 
just so I could let it cool off and, and have a more clear, personalized view of the record. So, uh, and yeah, two, and, yeah, go ahead. And, and I mean, I don't know if you guys get a lot of music ahead of time. People know not to send me anything, but like, right, because then they're waiting on your response and you never respond. You're like, he must hate it. Well, yeah, that happens. You but did that to me, you fuck. Here's the thing. I don't really, I don't know why this is. I couldn't explain it at all. I don't really enjoy, I don't enjoy listening. I wouldn't say I don't enjoy the music. I don't enjoy the listening experience of listening to something ahead of everybody else. I I, I also am there. I, I like to do it if I'm asked and like a, hey, can you check this out for me? Why? Um, but I don't. I don't like them because they're all like weird, like. O three dash blah 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 master force. <laughs> yeah, that shit sucks. Um, like, yo, I'm just trying to get like the picture. Now Spotify has lyrics. Oh, oh, which is pretty great. So you can read along, and it does like the the like almost like a bouncing ball. Really? It should. Not. Yeah, like it's not a bouncing ball. Like it'll like highlight the text as the song is playing. Interesting. Um, to Tom, you know, uh, I don't know if you know this. Patrick has a few slogans in his life that have circled him or his his acts, but one of them is they ride for spite. I do ride for spite. You're very spiteful. But I'm I'm not spiting anybody here. I just I need a little bit of calm to actually enjoy the records. But you just like turn off the internet and listen to it and it's as if there's like no one's ever heard this band before. Tom, I've never you could turn time turnstile into the like most DL they only put out you know, one EP with 10 records pressed if you just turn off the fucking internet. Tom, I'm Skynet. <laughs> You're always connected. I get it. Million Miles of Fun. The lyrics are on Spotify. Ugh. I don't know if they're right. <laughs> I'm, taking them, I'm taking them off Spotify. Licensed and provided by Music's Match. I guess. These things I read about, the way the world works. I lift the spoon of socket I, I don't, I don't, and dig my eyes out. I don't like this experience very much. These things I hear about, oh. the way the world works. I bring oh. the knife to ear and slice my clear, myself clear. Newsflash. Did, did you hear him writing down the timestamp so he can cut this part? Yeah. Newsflash. I need news less. Yeah, yo, what is up with my voice on that part? It's really weird. You've, um, you want me to read the rest? These things no. I learned about, the way the world <laughs> I'm works. I'm glad you got the melody yeah, down. That's really good. Take uh, ruler to my thoughts and beat the knots out. It is These a, it is a nice little me. vocal harmony thing you did there. It really is. It's great. It looks good. Good job. I don't know how you do it because do I. I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't see it in you, if we're being honest. But you, you pull them out, man. I think it's you the write trampoline. some nice. It's the, yeah, as, as Patrick's haters like to say sometimes, he does have tracks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean that's yeah. a bad. I mean that's all. Pat, that Pat has been edified, but, but just because of that, like you could be like, "Yo, you." But I got tracks, right? Like you, he can hold that over and lord that over you for the rest of his life. You now. know what, Tom? That's actually a great point because I have like a. I don't want to get too heavy on this, but I, uh, me and your man David Anthony talked about this a great deal. I I don't. I have zero desire to be like liked by people who don't know me, but I do want them to acknowledge when I've done something of value. So like, uh, right? So, is, and, yeah. So yeah, I, good, I actually that's actually a good human quality though. I, I think that more people need to do that as a pull out to make this not just about UPK, which I don't think you're trying to. I mean, always a little, a little bit, right? Yeah, come on, but come on. being able to acknowledge years, someone you don't like has done something of value. Good on you. Yeah, 
Oh, sure. Because that means it's that much better than usual because, like, you had to break through the static first. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah Patrick ran over someone's dog, and they still were like, meh. Weep yeah, that, that a good million, song. Yeah. Yeah, it slaps, man. It slaps. Well, walking, bro. <laughs> it slaps. I mean, fuck this dog. I didn't really like it anyway. Um, <laughs> that'll be, that'll, that'll, be my, that'll be my last episode of Extra Grind before I uh, take the flight to Mars. It will be me talking – this is all the music I like from people I do not like as human beings. Let's sure. like you'll actually have to like admit it. Yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah, you yeah, should exactly. do the inverse too. But like, here are the people that I love whose bands are fucking shite. And just uh, fun, uh, like, you know what? I, I would do that. that one. I would do now. Um, yeah, I mean, I think you do. I think we've done it for four years. Um, all right, let's keep going. Uh, yeah, Turnstile Glow on. Uh, you've probably heard it already. Um, next Pretty good. One, Cheers, a little chubby, like- chubby gang. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. I like. I like you. you take the wheel and steer. Uh, I'm going to reference. Thank you, guys. I'm. I'm going to please, Dave. Just drive. I'm That's going nice to, to uh, uh, surprise you two. Fellas, I miss I my mom. Yes. I'm going to surprise you two fellas. I think. Mm. I'm going to say that this dare record mm. against all odds is an actually great 2021 fucking straight up stage dive hardcore record i this is not the style of hardcore that i gravitate to yeah the name against all odds is painfully generic to the point that like i i want to dm these dudes and i (laughs) i really i honestly i listened to this and i was like i had a good feeling about these dudes because Drug Church played a show with them. The, like they put on, they were they, like, of course. I I think that these you these saw seem like, like how can I just let you walk away? Just yeah, right. leave without a trace. <laughs> so <laughs> I I you gave this. Got that, Bob. I, I, listen, I I was in a good state of mind listening to this. I was like, I was like, oh yeah, dare those those dudes are cool. And Take then look at me now. I played it, and I was like, yo, this is like. This is best case scenario for 2021 Straight straightforward hardcore. hardcore. Fuck it's, yeah. it's upbeat throughout, and it makes me want to headwalk. I, I hope they take this as the compliment it's meant to be. It's 2021 down to nothing. Yeah, thank you. That's ex- yes, and honestly, down to nothing. Yeah. While never my shit was it's always, always good, and, yeah. and, <laughs> and and you could see like there's a magic to what down to nothing did with their recording highs, which was capture a little bit of the energy that they would put on live enough to tempt you to go see them live. And then they fully executed on the energy they promised on the records. Yeah. So shout out there. I like the record. Shout out to there. No empty space. Nothing left here to remind me. Just the memory of your face. Of your face. Let's go next. That's a song called against all odds. Thank you. By a guy named Phil Collins. <laughs> he Thank was in you. Genesis. One Hit Thunder is a podcast where we both celebrate and have a good laugh about bands and artists that had just one hit that we all know. Each week, we're joined by a guest from the world of music or comedy to learn more than you ever thought you would about some songs that you can't forget. And we decide if they brought the One Hit Thunder or were nothing more than a one hit blunder. Look, if you listen to the show, you're probably going to laugh, and I guarantee you're going to crush next time the bar has music trivia. 
tag team, Jane Child, Meredith Brooks, Looking Glass, Sean Mullins, Eiffel 65, EMF, Crash Test Dummies, Crazy Town, Chumbawamba. We have hundreds of episodes in our back catalog and a new episode each week. So pass the duchy, make sure you're connected, and subscribe to One Hit Thunder wherever you get your pods. Oh, I'm familiar. You, you know how I know? One day on different continents. How do you know, how? Patrick? Oh, wow, really? That is kind of uh, cool. Actually... Never mind. Oh, I hope it was something like, oh, yeah, that's my third cousin. <laughs> or like, no, I can't be. say that out loud because, yeah. yeah. That'd be lit, though. Yeah. Yeah, pretty cool. <laughs> Tom, give us another one. Oh, geez. All right. Um, all right. Um, I'm going to go uh, one step closer the place you know. Great record. I, I from the get go, I feel like they had like an incredible amount of promise, hmm. you know. And I think like seeing them play, you know, shows over the year, like yeah, you know, three, four years at this point, yeah, three years at least, yeah. And just kind of being like, oh man, like this this band's gonna turn into something. Like they're that good at this stage of them being a band, of them being like adults. <laughs> they were like. These kids are like fucking 18 and they're yeah. opening and closing like with like halves of inside out songs and like yeah. just and like, you know, just being like super impressed. And I think this is like this is the record that I would hope was hoping that they'd be capable of. Yeah. And they pulled it off. I think Yo, it's great. I uh, I also really like this record. I'm really impressed with what they were able to pull off. And I think. They did some kind of bold stuff trying to to do what they did, and I think they landed it. I, I so melodic hardcore, not all of it, but this vein of it, right? Like it's sort of like the not the logical conclusion of of like youth crew or straight edge or f- straightforward hardcore of that ilk, but it's one possible. But what you hope for with it is that they take it do some more interesting musical things with it. Feel free to color outside the lines, so to say, but that at the end of the day, you don't lose the energy of all that. Like, yo, when you talk about like the late eighties, youth crew, hardcore turning point, et cetera, all that kind of stuff. What, what, what draws to it and what like makes it an ever, what makes youth of today an ever green fucking band is the energy that's pumping out of it. And so I always get bummed when bands try to do more melodic or, you know, do more musically, but subtract the energy. And I think that OSC was able to marry those two things really nicely here. So um, I think my favorite song on the record is um, still led to Grey just because of how it jumps in. But like Pringle Street is is already a song that I think is is just Awesome. And I, I think lyrically where Ryan, who sings for One Step Closer, goes is uh, it's pretty great on this record. I'm, I'm a big fan. I, I think the whole thing. They were going for a complete record to cycle back to our conversation. And um, I think they landed it. So props to One Step Closer. Uh, I don't understand this record yet, but I will because I'm going to see them a lot. Like six weeks of it, so enjoy. I'll listen to this in three years. Yo, guys, without being negative or jinxing anybody, six weeks 
are all the opening bands going to make it? <laughs> it's six weeks. It's an yeah. awful, awful long time for a younger band to tour. Tom, you did those those stints. Easy. I did that shit standing on my fucking head. Did you? <laughs> Dude, I went to Europe. I played 55 shows in 58 days. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty impressive, honestly. I'm yeah, shocked that you're screaming. Really, uh, yeah. Not he- and headlining for playing for an hour. Fuck no. Is that real? We were all fat and we were fucking 21 and fat and murdered. I will say, I've said this before. You you are the only heavy set band I've seen with actual stage moves. Like like you you're well, the only you. like there's plenty of heavy set bands that look good on stage because that's not impossible, right? But you're the only ones who are actually like in motion in a way that is recognizably mm. hardcore. Mm. <laughs> so like mm, sure. I, I think that you I think that if you guys want to claim being the heavy set band uh, like of that of that genre. I mean, I prefer not to. <laughs> if, that, if I have a choice in the matter, could be like, <laughs> we were the fucking best fucking fat 90s hardcore band of the fucking, <laughs> you know, like us and Crowbar just fucking out there. You know, no, I mean, no, I mean, we yeah, I left fucking September 4th. I came back at Thanksgiving. I mean, well, that listen, that's and insane. like played every night for at least an hour in Belgium. We played for 75 minutes. Yo, what were you doing? That's crazy. not by choice. They that's how long we that's like, right. like, yo, you're here, play everything you know. Yeah, oh, I, do you have more did, songs did you that sick? you know? Did I get sick? I didn't, yo, that's very impressive. I get didn't sick. blow out my voice, nothing. Wow, ask the Say people that. Yeah. Ask the guy that was uh, mad at me online. I blow up my voice uh, pretty quick. The guy, the Philadelphia oh, guy. Yeah, that was pretty. He, he's good. not. Yo, yo, I wanted to. I wanted to DM him and be like, "You're not wrong." <laughs> like, do, you, do you warm up? Uh, I warm up a little bit. Uh, like not, not like your whole like I'm gonna do push ups so my fucking pecs look good. I love like, when you get to this point because Tom, you go in on him about this, and he slowly but surely has moved from going nah. To, to giving you more of a lukewarm answer in the hopes that it'll like mitigate your your tongue lashing at him. I, I hum a little bit before we go out. I, I think you might be better off like seriously, like you know, put you know, don't look at another like YouTube about like Kensington, Philadelphia, and I fucking stop. I can't and stop. like pick you know, just like do some like actual like humming is not enough. He's got some I, he's got some learning to do on the on the internets. And yo, this is. I'm uh, sorry to go dark on everybody. I was watching one of my Kensington videos today, and I thought I saw somebody that we know. And I was have. like, I went into a forensics hole where, like, like I was blowing apart, up the. Yeah. I was blowing up the image. I was like, oh, please no! And you're doing secondary searches on how to zoom in on videos and, and yes. the quality of it. Yep, yep, yep. Good job, uh, Tom. The Drug Church One Step Closer Soul Blind Lurk Tour. Starts tour. on March 6th in Sacramento and finishes on April 17th in San Francisco. Full, oh, so you're doing a short full tour. loop. Full loop. Short. Starting at Sacramento. Yeah. It's, it's only uphill from there, buddy. Downhill, whatever. Yeah, you and, you and DeMarcus Cousins starting in Sacramento. Um, all right, I hope yo. The play. Oh, yeah. I like that. All right. Um, give us another record, Tom. Um, I'm running out of ones that you, we might all agree on. Um, Dead Heat, World of War. 
Um, I think it's a. I, I think it's tough to be a thrash band in hardcore. Mm, mm, mm. Um, you know, immediately after Power Trip. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, Dead Heat were were playing before um, yeah. Riley's passing and stuff like that. But I think it's it's like Power Trip was it. Like, like it was like, eh, we don't need anything. Like this band r- literally scratches every itch that we that we may have. We don't really need anything else. You know what I mean? Like this, we're good. Uh, cer- certainly, that's how hardcore was. Yes, hundred percent. You know what I mean? It's like, eh, like there's you're not gonna do it better than them. You know, this just I mean, just as it like how Turnstile was like, every, like I don't know anybody who didn't like Power Trip. Yeah. No. And I, hardcore. I that, very, true. very rare. You know what I mean? People that were friendly with Riley, people that didn't know him from a hole in the wall. Like everyone was like, yo, this band fucking rules. And like we're also sort of rooting for them the way people root for Turnstile. But I think they were so big that they kind of like took up all the space that was provided for like thrashier hard like like thrash metal slash hardcore. Yeah. And you know to to be to do what like Enforce did and to do what that he did says a lot because like how like Pat was saying like you know if you don't if you don't like the person not that we we love these people but like to have to break through the static like to be able to break through and still and kind of be able to really kind of set yourself apart from 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 what was going on I think is shows you how great the band is. I I agree. I think they've carved themselves their own lane you know what i mean right and not easy no no shout out to them shout out to shout out to justin shout out to dead heat our quietest um guest our quietest guest lowest voice our guest with the coolest voice by far best voice like it was just like speakers across the world were just vibrating yes amazing best dude great guitar player and uh very good live act i learned awesome band awesome band Gonna make what else a you joke got? based on you not seeing them, but did you actually see them? I did. I did, so that was the joke, but I have seen them and they are good. Yeah, they are. They really Look are. at you. Good job. Did you wait? They, did they play one of those crazy LA shows? Uh, they played uh, an LA show. Nah, not what? What's their area? What? What is the eight hundred five? What, what is that? Camarillo, yeah, where'd I go? I, I went to like. Yeah. Okay. So I went to whatever I told you about this. I went to whatever that Santa was, Barbara. and I watched. Oh, you were up in Santa Barbara. And yeah, they, I watched yeah. it with two homeless people. That's awesome. Sweet. Is that Eric? <laughs> Good guess. All right, cool. All right, uh, let's let's go, T- Patrick. You got one? Oh, is it my turn already? Let's see. Um, <clears throat> okay. Uh, let's see. Anything we would all agree on for for the win, or am I going to go in a different direction? Yo. I have not fa- I found people who like this record. I haven't found people who uh like who really feel as strongly about the Drill Sergeant record as I do. If uh, you on do my list. if you do feel that strongly, somebody contact me, tell me I'm not crazy. I think this is a very good fucking record. Like as far as hardcore goes, this has got a fucking ton of personality. Yo, I said um this is the best scorched earth kind of like that blasting hardcore that it's like it's primarily pulling from early eighties as source material, 
but it's not ignoring other elements and there's not a drop of cosplay on it. It's fucking awesome. I'm glad, you know, uh, that's my good favorite because... song, Deep November into Cognition Gap. I think they just do, they showcase a lot of shit. So if you just, if you're trying to just grab a track, go there. Yeah, I, I just, for this type of music, you, to win me over, like, I'm not putting this, I'm not putting this style on and just letting it play. Like, there's people that that's their shit and that they'll just put it on, let it play. This, you got to have personality for me. I got to be engaged the entire time. This band's got plenty of personality. It's good. 100%. Worth your time and attention. Convulse Records. All right. uh, Let me do one. Tom, you've hit a bunch of the ones on my list. Um, I'm going to show some New Jersey love here. Uh, Gel Violent Closure. Um, Rips. Straight up. Um, they get they get kind of grouped more in the fast punk hardcore lane because that's what they are at heart. But also, like, yo, this record's more moshy and chunky and stompy than people give it credit for. Like, they'll hit you with a fast part here and there, but it's not it's not all blazing all the time. You know what I mean? Um, I I think this is a huge step up from some of their prior recordings, which were all really good too. And it left me with that, yo, this is really good, and now I can't wait to see what they do next. So uh, big shout-out to Jal. I think this record's awesome. Uh, favorite track is Bitch Made. Yeah, I was actually quite impressed by this. This is by far my favorite of their material so far. Yeah. like just um, There's a weird thing, I think, um, where I wouldn't even say it's Boston hardcore-inspired, but um, the first few uh first you know 30 seconds of the song open up by dys where it's got that heavy like um i think is so influential (laughs) to uh to punk hardcore of like you know many varieties where it just like Oh, hey, let's do this style where we're going to kind of have this back and forth do 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 um, that that it deserves. Like, more respect should be put on the DYS Brotherhood LP, like 12 inch, uh, than, than it is. But specifically, there's a few parts like when a part of a record inspires bands and bands and bands and records and records and records, like, that means something. I, I catch some of that energy on the the gel seven inch. Yeah, I can totally hear that. All right, all right. Oh, uh, Tom or PK, jump in. Let's see, Tom. What do you got? You got anything that's um? Uh, uh, so yeah, I don't know if you guys will agree with any of these. Um, I'm all right. Spy, habitual offenders. Yeah, this one really struck you. I, I really not, dig it. I, I did not expect that, but it really resonated with you. I, I thought it was good, but it didn't grab me quite as much as it grabbed you. I, I really loved the last spy record, and this one's very good, but it didn't grab me as much as the first. But like, I, I continue to be a spy stan. So you're a spy guy. A spy, spy guy. guy. Yeah. Spy. V what spy. about um, a record that I like that may not also be on your list either? Ingrown Gun. I was shocked by this record. I, like it is not at all what I expected. Uh, Boise on top. Boise yeah. on top. <laughs> it, it is. Uh, <clears throat> it's 
way heavier, way moshier, way. Um, but it's fast. It is, it is yeah, fast, it is. but it's yes, not. It it's not fast in the way that some of this other shit is fast. It's this is heavy. This is like a very yeah. heavy record. Um, I I don't know what to compare this to exactly, but it is. It basically, to me, honestly, it felt like it does not fit sonically. And when I say sonically, I guess I mean orally, right? Like I'm talking about the actual, um, the sound, the sound, not the mm. music, the mm. sound, uh, with its contemporaries. This is recorded like a mosh record, not like a fast hardcore record. Do you think this is closer to like nails than say like regional justice center? Uh, yeah, I I, I would. You know how Nails was like so heavy that it was hard to to listen to sometimes? Yeah. Yeah. I I would say if, yeah, if those are the poles here, yes. And it, uh, but it's, I I don't know what quality I'm looking for. It's like, I I don't, you know what? It's tough with these bands because I never know what's insulting or not. It, to me, it's, it honestly sounds like a proper mosh band recording. I would like you guys to listen to it again Mm. and, say and tell me that it's not like because nails went for like uh yes it was heavy yes it was hard but the recording was this other it 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 it, it never struck me as mosh this to me son it sounds like a sonic sonically like a mosh record and just give it a listen with that in mind and tell me that you don't hear that type of recording i'd be curious to know I guess I could text Ian. He probably knows, but the I, I'd be curious to know who recorded it and what their background is. I'm because, pretty sure Taylor Young was heavily yeah, involved in recording. Say. Yeah. Okay, say no more, fam. Makes sense. Do we lose everybody? I thought I lost you. No, we're all here. No, I'm that here. Was good. That was the longest silence we've ever recorded. I was at, at one point. I just went. Now I'm going to see how long this rides out. I, I was like, Oh, I, did all I right. just insu- uh, did no. I just insult Taylor? I didn't mean to. <laughs> yes. Well, Taylor. Uh, yeah, we were just leaving that. You. I mean, we're going to let Taylor take that with you. We, we we know two thirds of the podcast <laughs> <right>. are big <laughs> fans. Listen, you're talking to the guy that likes mosh music. It's no insult to me. Yeah. Um, you know that ingrown. They got big plans too. I think they got a big tour coming up, right? Who are they going? Yeah, coming out here with Drain. That's right. Oh, that's cool. And Pain of Truth. That's a cool tour. That's actually a yeah. really cool tour. Like that's a good fun. mix, different types of bands. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah, boys on top. All right, um, Tom, keep it going. I, if you don't mind steering, I love your list. I'm more than happy to. Yes, yeah, go. Um, here's we'll, we'll uh, chime in on the comments below. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, right, we're very YouTube. You know, make sure you give me the thumbs up, subscribe, yeah, subscribe set the, you know, yeah, you know, let me know if you think I'm an asshole in the comments down below. Um, for the number of podcasts you've done, how have you never done a fucking YouTube channel? You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, did we lose Pat? No, I'm, I'm, he's, I'm he was actually in silent listening. contemplation. He's reading Wikipedia on something. No, that no, no, not no. Remote. I have one headphone in. I'm want to make sure that I get the lyrics to the next topic that I talk about. I want to make sure I get them correct. I was saying, with all the podcasts you've done, how have you never done a YouTube channel? Um, I'm so depending on how much I probably will from Australia 
I there's a there's a YouTube call-in show that I live for. Mm. I'm sure I've told you guys. It's uh, <clears throat> the objective perspective with uh, Star from Star and Buck Wild, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and for people that listen to fucking I think Hot 97 in the fucking 2000s, um, but he does a call-in show, and I will call into his show every once in a while, and <laughs> I I fucking love it so i love it <laughs> I, Tom, a, I, a funny difference for us is that i rarely get my friends rarely go in on like fuck this dude patrick etc cetera, etc cetera. but many of them do go yo how how are you like this tight with this guy He's kind of and it's I, I this has been a very good episode for peeling back the curtains on Patrick, because we've now shown that he's a call-in caller to a YouTube show and a a guy who plays video games and keeps a list of the ones he's completed. So, uh, Patrick, I I value you as a friend. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you're an inside kid. It's cool. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. Go, give um, us another hardcore record here. Long story right, short, I, Patrick's going to do a YouTube channel. Good. Oh, Teaser. Jesus Christ. <laughs> all right. I have, a t- I have 15 records left. Go. Hit him. Um, hit him right. We'll hit him. We'll hit him and give him respect, and but not, not r- race through anything. All right. So I'll go through ones even if we don't know if everyone's got them. 100%. And if there's ones that we all agree on, we'll go in on those. How's yes, that? Sounds good. Because I don't. people don't want to be here until fucking three hours. Yes. Um, one of my favorite records of the year. We I've talked about her before, and I'm happy to see her kind of flourish. Mm. Lucy Dacus, home video. Cool. Richmond, Virginia. Um, a lot of fans, yep. A lot of fans. The record's really, really, really great. Um, also, we've talked about this. When we did this in 2017, mm. um, I talked about this singer, and she's back again. Julian Baker, Little Oblivions. Mm. Love it. Um, and then, all right. So the rest of these should be at least up for, so, oh, and then I also totally unrelated to hardcore, Mm. but is a fucking great record that I recommend everyone just like put on for whatever reason you may want to put this on Silk Sonic. Okay. It's an evening with Silk Sonic. So it's Anderson Pack and Bruno Mars. Mm. Oh yeah. I've heard people talk about this record. It's fucking awesome. It's fucking, it's just a great R&B record. So it's like for whatever, if if you you know if it's like Eric and Pat having an evening, if it's like you're at work, <laughs> you know if you're just like cooking dinner, whatever you want to do, this is this is the soundtrack for it. Um, yeah, let me throw in my non-hardcore-ish, but the, you know, um, the band Homefront. Uh, the record's called "Think of the Lie." Um, very neo new wave kind of post punk. Um, to me, it's more in the new order realm than, say, Joy Division. Uh, a little bit of the like Blitz Second Empire vibe, but more vibrant. Like it's, it's that kind of. There's a little bit of sampling and this and that, but it's really unafraid to be, to flourish. If that sounds right in a sonic way, um, it's a great. Put this on while you're making dinner, while you're eating dinner. Uh, you could play it around just about anyone, and I think it's uh, fucking phenomenal. The record I've been listening to since since it came out, I've just had it kind of. It's one of those things that started seeping into my my rotation, and it's it's firmly there. So, 
uh, definitely check it out. Homefront. I think they're from Alberta, Canada, which mm. threw me for a loop because it sounds it's it sounds without being cosplay. It's kind of part of that new like there's a revival of that kind of sound, you know. Um, but they do it exceptionally well, and um, when you do that stuff and you are unapologetic of your influences, but also unafraid to just be to the max with it. It's it's it can be really cool. I I, I fuck with the record heavy. All right, uh, Tom, keep going. Give us your keep going with your list. All right, um, getting back to the core. Um, final gasp, haunting whisper. Uh, on my list, one hundred percent. I love it. I love, love how it. different it is. Um, it's fucking Danzig and Sam Samhain fucking cosplay, and it's fucking awesome. And I think they're adding in something too, like straining that through some of the spookier and creepier elements of hardcore over the past twenty years. You yep. know, it's fucking this record is great, and I feel like not enough people talk about it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, my favorite Triple B record of the year, and it's not close. Um, yeah, I tend to agree. Like, I think it gets overlooked because it, it 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 doesn't really make sense on Triple B if, if I'm being fucking completely transparent and honest. I um, I love it on Triple B because I think it. I mean, I love Triple B. No, I, I know you do. I think know. what he does is awesome, and but I just feel like it's like the people that are that gravitate to Triple B, like it, the people that would be into this might be miss. Yeah, yeah, might might not might not to either. Yeah, yeah, right. I, I can see that. I I think like it gets like sifted down that it's like maybe twenty percent of the people that are like, you know, I buy every Triple B record mm-hmm. may dig this. Yeah, no. But I think it's fucking great. Yeah, shout out. This is a really, really good record. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Patrick, have you heard this one? I have not. I'd be curious to hear it because you're not you're not really a Danzig Samhain ish guy. Um, you, you could call you could call you could say maybe that I live my life in opposition. Yes, to yes. being a Danzig and Samhain guy. Yeah, you're, you're despite the uh, similarities to you and, and Mr. Glenn, <laughs> we're uh, both short and unlikable. Yeah, we're we're hoping some like big guy from Arizona punches you in the face. No, you, you probably, I mean, give it enough time. I'm sure it'll like, happen. You, I think you've got a solid five or six inches on this dude. I do. I'm not actually. Yeah, you're I'm not, not really, actually short. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, what I do you say? You're five ten, Pat. Five ten. Yeah, you're. Yeah, Dan is probably like five four. You're you're an actually like strong five ten. Like you're an actual five ten, not a not a five eight posing as a five ten. So no, that's a fact. Appreciate yeah. your like you wouldn't have to lie on a dating app. Correct. No. Um, if there was a let's say there's a the Jake Paul Tommy Fury uh, match coming up because of you know the pure noise thing. You got a drug church is kind of hot right now. Um, Danzig challenges you to the opening card on the Jake Paul Tommy Fury uh, bout. Um, I don't know what that is. Jake Paul, the boxer slash YouTube the boxer. Star. Yeah, you know. Wait, didn't he? What are you talking about, Tyrone Woodley? He, he you did you see him knock out Tyrone Woodley? Yeah, that was kind of embarrassing. It's crazy embarrassing. But Tommy Tommy Fury, the actual dude from the UK, who's trying to fight next, he's he's pretty know. legit. Um, if if they, so, was Tyrone Woodley? You would think you'd think, yo, I'm not. I'm he not, took a dive. I, I think Jake Paul's actually got that hand. I think he's got it. Um, and he he works out. I think he spends all his time doing it. Bless up to him. Um, so you get the opportunity. Uh, your purse is. 300k uh winner gets 250 loser gets 50 are you going to take that fight with danzig how, how long do i got to train uh six months 
Oh yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. And the the <laughs> final question: Are you leaving with two fifty or are you leaving with fifty? We know the answer. I'm leaving with the two fifty, and yeah. Danzig's leaving with a broken nose. Yeah. All right. Good. Like Not that confidence. All right. I feel like Danzig would beat him up. <laughs> Or he'd only win because Danzig has like a fucking heart attack. And well, he- I was going to, I'm literally going to do this one because it's, it's worth noting. Um, our, our friend Glenn is uh, the American singer songwriter. Glenn Danzig is a robust five foot three um, and is clocking in at uh, 66 years old. Yeah. Listen, you're going to beat up a 66 year old named Glenn Anzalone. Th- that man is a strong 66 year old man, but he's a 66 year old man. And uh, I'm leaving with the 250. I, I Three also, round, I'm also minute taking rounds. Your, your pops over Glenn Danzig in a fight. I, I would too. No, like, not like, like, I'm, I'm putting wagers in. So fuck it. Sorry, Damn. Glenn. All right. Uh, final gasp, hunting whisper. I don't think everybody who listens to this podcast has heard this. I don't think everybody who's listened to this podcast has ordered this record. Uh, please do one or the other, and preferably both. It's it's really good. Yes. Highly recommended. Want me to keep going? Yeah. All right. Um, we're going up to our friends in the Hudson Valley. The Pain of Truth Age of Apocalypse split on Streets of Hate Records. Solid stuff. Go in. I think it's it's so far it's my two favorite um, Age of Apocalypse songs, um, two of my favorite songs of the year. Pain of Truth stuff is really really good. Um, it's you know Pain of Truth is like pretty meat and potatoes like New York hardcore, hmm. but it's it's well done. It's catchy. I think both bands put you know put a lot of work into this because I feel like sometimes splits can be tossed tossed aside. Kind of like here's some songs that didn't make the real record or whatever. Yeah. I think these are obviously songs that they wrote for this record, and I, I, I quite like it. Age of Apocalypse, Pain of Truth. Get it now. Keep going. All right. Um, Never Ending Game, Halo and Wings. Oh, okay. Um, this could have made a list of mine, uh, not because I'm like super in love with it, but because I, I really like what they're doing here. Yeah. And so on their first, on their first. What what, the, what was the record they had before this? Whatever the fuck it was, um, I felt like they were going for a TUI thing, and I was kind of dismissive of it. I was like, ah, you know what? Like Detroit dudes, like I want these guys to win. I want I I hope the band really pops, but like I, you know, like nobody does TUI like TUI. Like I, it's just aren't there some detained guys in this band? I'm pretty sure, pretty sure, hundred um, percent. So I want them to win. <laughs> Pat really but follows like, up with the artist. But like, I was like, uh, I was like, eh, you know, and, but on this record, I hear a ton of Marauder, a ton. And for whatever reason, I was like, this is the lane for a Detroit band. This is what I, this is what I would like from them. And I think that this is a major step up and I think it's pretty, pretty damn good. Yeah. I think like this is like every once in a while, there's like, you were saying about bands that like, you know. Like Drill Sergeant, that it's like this isn't really my style, but this is really fucking great. Yep. To me, I feel like Never Ending Game. Like I don't always go for this style, but I think they're really, really good at it. And like, there's certain flourishes and stuff like the guitar mm. player does do, and like the drummer does, like that add to it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I really, I, I like the 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 record before this was just another day. That's right. 
um, I mean, this is a band that we've watched. Like, I remember talking about them. Their like record release show was insane. Yeah, yeah. They played the shelter. Remember we were talking about they're like, what the fuck? Like, we saw videos the next day and be like, holy shit. Um, and it, I mean, because that other record has "God Forgives," which is one of the fucking hardest songs in the last ten years. Um, but yeah, this this EP is really really good. Um, lyrics are cool. Um, yeah, I quite like this this band and. Uh, yeah, I hope to see them. I miss them in New York because fucking Omicron, mm. fucking kicking everybody's in the in the butt. But uh, crazy ass trip, really BF in New York, you know. Yeah. And um, so yeah, hopefully they'll be back soon. Um, what else we got? Knocked loose, tearing the fabric of life. This is their best record so far. Um, Concept they keep getting better, huh? Concept record, right? Concept record. There's like a uh, uh, a film that goes along with it. This is what they did during, like you know, like what's like. What'd you do during your summer vacation? Like during their COVID vacation, this is what they did. That's cool. Uh, um, yeah, and I think a lot of people have kind of joined on from since you know since this record came out. A lot of people that I knew that were like, oh, like it was cool before, but like this is really fucking good. Um, and I think this, like, when we talked about last week about the complete records, I think this would kind of fall into that as well. So True. I think this is great if you like heavy hardcore. And there's another one that it's like, don't really usually fuck with this style of music, but for what, I, like, they're just that good at it that um, that I fucking really like it. Yeah, un- so. unbelievably talented folks. Unreal, unreal. Um, and and they're doing it the right way, and and um, they're. A fucking giant band, and they're taking out hardcore bands, and they're doing the right thing. So, props to those dudes. Um, here's a record that like kind of missed my radar until recently. Mm. Uh, Faded Signal, long long ago and far away. Oh, yo, tell me about this. I'm not familiar. Really good. It kind of gives me like AN vibes. Oh, right, right, right. Yes, yes. You were talking about this, right? I fuck. I mean, and AN vibes. I'm I'm all in. Mm-hmm. But it's not overtly like an AN record. But I, it's got that kind of style. Yeah, Bob, it feels like rivalry into Bridge Nine. Okay. Yep. Yep. Okay. I can see that. I I was really, really, really impressed with this record. Um, and I kind of just like found it like going through like 2021 releases. Because quite honestly, this is impossible. My list is fucking 28 bands, and I'm definitely missing people. It's okay. And de- missing records. For sure. Records that I like, I go, fucking hell. I thought that came out in 2020. Yeah, or, or remember whatever. It the day after we record this, right? So like, so I was like, kind of being as hoping to, to be as thorough as possible. Found this record, I thought it was great, highly recommended. It's on streaming. Um, I literally know nothing about this band. Not, I don't know where they're from, what label they're on, but I think this record was quite quite good. If you like that sort of, um, maybe an, not the fr- maybe maybe the second an EP. Oh yeah, yeah. Sun, the sun isn't getting any brighter. Yeah, yeah. So like, the first one was like super, like faster. Like you know how like they got in that mid section. Uh-huh. Maybe the first LP and the second seven inch is is this kind of vibe. Um, next, standstill, practice and patience. Okay, Long Island, Long Island's finest. Yeah, um, the record's great. Um, the band like rips it live. Um, I think they'll they'll go on to bigger things and better things. Um, you know, this is, it's awesome to see. It's, it's almost like, it's like looking at the bands that like, you know, like the movie life and silent majority and stuff like that, have, seeing younger folks like 
get into them and and you know use them as as jumping off points and stuff like that. And I think that's what Stancil does. And the next record, Koyo drives out east. I yeah. think they both do that incredibly well. I think super talented singers that can sing. I think we're seeing a Long Island dissonance. Oh, no doubt. Uh, and absolutely. And I hope we continue to see it because there's there's a grip. You know, um, there's we we. We talk about Somerset Thrower sometimes, but yeah. there's a lot of other bands. And, um, you know, it's sort of like when the Lakers or the Celtics or the Bulls or the Knicks are good. It's it's good for the whole NBA. It's good for the whole league. When Long Island's good, it's really good for the East Coast because it gives this entire stable of bands who typically are pretty active and not for nothing – for many iterations and groups and et cetera, lineage of hardcore folks from Long Island, those kids travel and go out and support their bands. And that's pretty fucking cool. Like that's not, that's not something that everywhere does. So big shout out, shout out to rule them all too. Where are they at? Where's that LP coming? Let's go. Good question. That is a very good question. Pat, why don't you call him? I can reach out. I know a guy. You know a guy. Yeah, but I think, yeah, so that was Standstill, A Practice in Patience. Koyo drives out east. I think um, they really kind of sh- like shined in 2021. And uh, I think 2022 will be even crazier. Mm. Um, what else we got? A few more. Move, Freedom Dreams. This one took me totally by surprise. I did not know this was as good as it is. It's a very good hardcore record. It's yeah. a very, very good, like, it's not fast. It's sort of, uh, Pat, how would you describe? I mean, uh, if we're going to say that there's a post-TUI world, uh, this is certainly in it. Yeah, this gives you know? me a lot of TUI vibes in, in the best possible way, I should say. Yeah, but I think that there is, uh, I don't know, how would I describe this? Um it certainly doesn't. It certainly doesn't move in the way that a TUI record moves. I I would say it actually kind of moves along a little bit more briskly than that. Huh. Yeah, I think it's incredibly well done. Lyrics are great. Obviously, the topics are great. Um, I like the artwork. Um, but this might be yeah up there. This and uh, Final Gas are my two probably favorite Triple B records nice. of the year. Two days ago, I was like, I was like, and what the fuck is move? And you guys were like, no, 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 it's good. Check it out. And I was like, oh, all right. And then as you reminded me, we actually played their music before. And I was like, oh, yes. And then mm-hmm. I said, oh, oh. And then I did one more. I went, oh, it's good. It's, it's quite good. What did Eric say and, after and that? They, and then they bring and it Eric's live. Like, oh, so oh, they're great. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh God. We're going to have to edit all of this. I refuse to have my name be smirched. Just on With a BF podcast. I mean, hey, if that's what you do, I mean, I'm, you know, but like, I, I, I yeah, just, I don't want to hear Pat's sex talk. <laughs> I'm gonna, Eric, I'm gonna, Eric, it's very speculative. Yo, how good would I'm going to edit it up and then send it to your, your partner and be like, see what happens? Oh, she, she actually listened to that episode and she hated it beyond hate. Yeah, I believe that. I believe that. Smart, smart person. What if, um, what if in reality that that was Patrick's sexy? Like, it's just like, oh, 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 like oh, a yeah, series I mean, of like, oh, something's movies. happening. Yeah. Oh, like, God. oh, oh, this it feels weird. Oh, okay. um, 
Next, Regional Justice Center, Crime and Punishment. The record doesn't get credit. It gets credit for being fast. It doesn't get credit for being as heavy as it is. It's heavy. So heavy. It's the new standard for PV. Mm. Ooh. I really like it. I think it's great. I think this can... can, um, I think people that don't like power violence usually could get you know get down with this record. Agreed. Um, yeah. I think people that just like heavy hardcore can get with this record. Yep. Um, yeah, it's always moving. It's never boring. So I mean, I think I think in heavy music, it's there's been a an influx of heavy stuff that's kind of boring. I think it uh, that's for sure. Yep. And, and I think um, this is heavy with and it's never boring and it's really well done. Hello, Tom May here, host of Future Friday. I've spent the last 15 years on the road with my band, The Menzingers, where I've met all kinds of wild and fascinating people. So I started a podcast. On Future Friday, I talked to fellow musicians about the moments that made them, their passions outside of music, and the curiosities that tie us all together. I've also talked to the likes of UFO researchers, magicians, soldiers, and documentary filmmakers, and I'm constantly searching for folks that can shape and change our view of the world. You can check out Future Friday wherever you like. Um, you know, since we're here, let me make a quick pit stop and shout out Military Gun. I think the All Roads, both one and two records. Um, to me, you should listen to both records. Uh, you can do it sequentially and and kind of have a full story to it. But um, I'd recommend the two the two tracks that I really like: uh, the song "Big Disappointment" and the song "Don't Pick Up the Phone." Uh, I think these records are really cool. Uh, I think especially in contrast when you go, okay, Ian's coming from regional justice center or whatever. I think that texture between his vocals and the music is so big for this band because the music is super tuneful and it, it's almost like it would be a, on the softer side of the Jade tree side of things. You know what I mean? Musically, but married with the gruff vocals, all of a sudden it pulls it a little closer to like hardcore or hardcore adjacent, you know? Um, like, yo, throw, uh, what's the dude, Jonah Matranga on the Military Gun Records, and it's like, these are like very gentle indie rock records. Um, Look at Jonah getting shout outs on go. fucking Axe of Grind, and it wasn't me. Yeah. Um, I also give Ian credit because I think lyrically he goes to more vulnerable places than I would have expected, especially with delivery of lines like, I want money, I want love. So shout out. I think these records are really good. I actually am excited for and maybe even more curious about what their next record sounds like. Like I, I, that's, you know, it's always kind of a thing when you like, when you really like a band it's cool to be like, man, I wonder what the next thing is going to be like. And then years later, when you look at a whole, you know, discography and go, wow, what a, what a ride, what a journey guys. Who, who'd have thunk it. (laughs) Shout out to Ian. I like more than spaz. Ian. Um, (laughs) Next up, go. All right. My next one, which is a, uh, it was like coming up along the outside, like as it uh, towards the top of the pops, one of my favorite records of the year. Oh, wow. Um, and I kind of like didn't, I, I missed it for most of the year. Mm. Webbed Wing, What's So Fucking Funny? Yeah. Is a fucking great, 
great record. I think the 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 the, the album art doesn't do it any favors. Oh, no, you don't like it, the clown, huh? I mean, some people are afraid of clowns. That's I'm dead. not saying I'm not, but but I think it just this record is so fucking great that I and and. It, it's it kind of gives me, and this, this is a full compliment, and Bob will probably be down with it. I don't know if Pat would be. Hmm. Gives me some Toad Duet Sprocket vibe. Oh, yo. <laughs> in the vocals. Yeah, good pull. No, I, I and I could see it on a couple tracks too, actually. Like the- I think this record's a, 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 an incredibly good rock record. Yeah, and I'm I'm such a f- fan of the first LP. Like I'm, I like I love that record, and I think this record's a really cool follow up. I think it's a very good record. Yes, I'm wicked. I'm way stoked on it. So, props to Web, it, Web Wing. I, I What's have so a feeling, fucking funny, yo, and, and Tom. I don't think you're in this boat, but you 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 could be because I think that that Super Heaven slash Daylight um, had an audience really big. They did really well, but but I know sure. a lot of people my age like missed it, yo. The Super Heaven records are fucking great, and Webwing is not the same band. But if you like it, you should certainly check out Taylor's old band, uh, Super Heaven. I, I think they're. I will because really I feel like I aged out of that and I missed a lot. Of that I stuff. think, and I think you'll listen to it and go, "Oh wait, it's because of how it was grouped. It was sort of like, oh, is this like pop punk or pop punk adjacent or pop pop whatever? And it's like, oh shit, this just rips. It's just rocking, and I think you would like." It makes more sense to someone who, like, if you told me in 2015, they were, it was like, no, 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 give this to the dudes who love Texas is the reason, and uh, and and even heavier stuff, but like, like, like 90s indie hardcore world side of things. This is one of the first bands I'd give them, you know. Yeah, I think this is great, and I think I think people need to 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 give this a spin. Um, yeah, and 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 if you're like me, and go back and check out Super Heaven and Daylight. Do it to it. Next up, um, next, I got a few more, and then we'll be done. And then, oh, wait, Patrick, do you have any that haven't been said? You can slide one in right here. Yeah, I'll, I'll just I'll give. Uh, what, what do they call them in high school when uh, superlatives? You, you, superlatives. I'll just a couple superlatives. Uh, uh, people that uh, have listened to this podcast for a while know I'm. Uh, I backed this band Porcupine from Chicago. I think yeah. that they're. Hell yeah. I think they're always on the move, always developing, which mm-hmm. is just like such a joy to see. You know, like, uh, and I'm get, I'm nominating their record, The Sybil, for having the most upsetting lyrics. Uh, th- they talk about topics that are difficult for basically anybody to listen to. So, uh, it's a hard listen. Uh, but if you like heavy, uh, chaotic, uh, but not flying away style music, uh, it is quite good. And like I say, the lyrics are, uh, if, if you had certain terrible experiences, this one might be cathartic for you. Uh, and I'm also going to say the, uh, uh, it's, it's tied, uh, not mosh call, but like, uh, last line before, uh, a mosh, uh, dance part, uh, tied superlatives going to uh, threat to society uh, who have the line <laughs> castrated from within before a heavy mosh, mosh part wow. and 
and uh, it's fucking awesome. Everybody check out that record illusion of freedom. Uh, I, I could say I put it out, but really I just, uh, I, in my view, I just helped. They, they're responsible for a very good hardcore record, but the, uh, and then, uh, the other band that shares this distinction is C4 with the line shitting once a week is what this mosh is about. Busted. <laughs> what a mosh. C4 call. record hit a lot of people's uh, list too. I, I mean, listen, it is just something else. I thought about it today and I was like, this is like profoundly dumb. But it's I all, like it's it. all all in. Yeah, it's all in exactly. Talk it's, about turkey burgers. There's no fucking. There's no. Yeah. There's not faking it. There. Yeah. So so I I really <laughs> I enjoy the shit out of it. You know, Slum Lords, uh, Murphy's Law, like stuff that like is not totally married. You know, to when, being. when you talk about a, a music form that one of the key elements of the live show is people simulating fighting as a dance style in vfw halls yep um sometimes you just need a record that captures all that energy yeah 100 percent. shout out uh shout out to pillars of ivory for being like so i'm never fully sold on what cold world occasionally touched i know that we talk about cold world in hallowed terms and that everybody recognizes that Cold World is a, is a great hardcore band. But the kind of like hip-hop touching stuff, you know, I, I don't know that that's always going to work for hardcore. Pillars of Ivory goes further afield into that world. And I think it kind of fucking works. The recording sounds really good. <laughs> so uh, I was surprised... Uh, and I guess I shouldn't be with who's involved, but yeah, it, it, Jay, it Jay. it's shout out Jay. We love you. Shout out Jay. Uh, but I was, I mean, if I was can say I was surprised, I was very pleasantly surprised. I thought I thought it was like impressive work, even if I still can't exactly say I understand what's going on, you know. Um, and oh, uh, I like the bootlicker record, but that's not what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about uh, the, the art for. Record. Hold on. It was a record that I w- I wasn't as wild about, but I l- I really love the art. Hold on, mm-hmm. give me one second. What was it? It was oh, uh, Chaos Cross. The the mm-hmm. Chaos Cross album art is to a lot of bands are doing this right now. I think this is a pure hardcore record. This is a great accomplishment <laughs> as far as far as art goes. I really really thought it was just as fun as that fucking gets. Fuck yeah, I'd love to hear it. Tom, take us take us on this journey. Let's go. Take me away. Um Chemical Fix, our shade cast four. Philly enters the chat. Very good. Just straight hardcore kind of fast. Fast, yeah. Um but it's, I, I, and I think there's a fine line, and but I think yeah, this record's really fucking good, and it was another one that kind of was out there. I was like, I gotta get to that, I gotta get to that, and I finally set some time apart to really listen to it, and and I think it's an excellent um, PAHC record. 
great great hardcore band um who's doing fast hardcore you know like it's yeah. not it's not power violence it's not it's just fast hardcore there's no fast hardcore. You know, right. cool. and they'll be out with uh gel and american nightmare yeah was that beginning of january yeah, right after you hear this damn which is pretty dope playing a stone pony see you there probably yeah, I I wish it wasn't at Stone Pony. <laughs> uh, to be honest, I wish it was at the House of Independence. Yeah, House of Independence is a nice venue. Shout Better out. for hardcore shows. I, you wouldn't think so, but I feel like it would be. Yeah, Stone Pony. I've just it's not it's not a great venue. It's legendary. It's legendary. Legendary. Uh, not a great venue. Pl- played House of Independence the other day, mm-hmm. and the the crowd didn't quite know what to do until I grabbed a kid and was like, I was like, all right. Like this, he he tried stage diving once, and like, and you know, I I want stage dives at our shows, mm. and I was like, okay, this dude knows what he's doing, because he he was wearing an ECW shirt and had like a gold necklace outside of his shirt, mm. and just looked like he would yell shore style before like cannonballing, mm. and I was like, <laughs> I was like, all right, this dude is this dude is pure shore style. Just follow his uh, oh, instructions, and. It set the room off. People, people got in. Uh, All right, you, you, you got the uh, the hello Springfield. I was on Route sixty seven. So good job. <laughs> you knew how to. Got weird to eat when you were in Asbury. Did you get to eat? Uh, yeah, I went. I had to call a delivery of a Beyond Burger from Burger King. <laughs> With all the vegan food in Asbury, that's what you did, uh, Tom. Everybody in Asbury can fucking fight me. Their shit closes at 7:30. What the, night was that by the way? It's a was beach a town Wednesday? in the winter. I don't give a fuck oh, if it's Wednesday. if if I'm on an oil rig in the winter. Don't close so goddamn early. The Was Tallulah's right next door closed at 7:30? It was closed hella early. I I walked down to the goddamn Burger King and yeah. they wouldn't let me tap on the window at the drive-through. Oh, so God. I had to Call uh, or Where I had to put in a Burger mobile. It's I had on, to put on, on a mobile order. It's across from Ocean Grove. It's like uh, oh, that you walk that far. Yeah. It's not. It's like um, six blocks. I will. No, that's I, true. I will there's walk a Seven Eleven right there. Yep. Yeah, there's a Seven Eleven right yep. there. And I'm I, in that Seven Eleven parking lot. I met Jersey from Jersey. Well, that's cool. All right, a little on the nose. Uh, good, um, good. There's crust and crumble. There's, I feel like there's other options. You, you fucked yeah, up. They, Tom, me and Bob. They, they, they all closed at a unreasonable hour. I understand. I understand. I'm sorry. I really was hoping to come up that day. I, I got uh, my hair was dirty. Um, <laughs> I understood. I was gonna go. <laughs> no, I was gonna hit you up about going for a long walk that day because it was. I, I think it was not that bad. It's a nice place. To go sounds like through. mafia. Yeah, take a long walk. Off a, long walk off a short pier. Yeah. I was going to ask you to, if I can go to the Brooklyn show, but usually cool guy me in New York, so I figured I wouldn't ask. For <laughs> <laughs> being never, never true, <laughs> but all right, definitely true. I was like, "Yo, what's up with that New York show?" You're like, oh, "I would," but I'm like, "Dude, this place fits four thousand people. You can't squeeze me in somewhere." That is, I've never said yeah. <laughs> that either. happened. That did not happen. I guarantee you, it happened. You motherfucker. I never. I said got a mind like a steel trap. I never it was said terrible. yeah. I. W- <laughs> Terminal Five, you played with fucking Alexis on Fire or whatever the fuck, <laughs> and I was like, "Yo, what's up with that?" And I'm like, "You got any room on the list?" And you're like, "Dude, I totally would." New York's a pain in the ass. I did not say that. You definitely because I would have come to the show. You're you have an open invite. Your name is just always on the list. 
like Elvis Presley. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I no, no, that's definitely not true. And you I asked, are, and you couldn't do anything for me. You are Sammy Davis Jr. in Atlantic City. Ooh, All right. I just come in. They just nice. they break out a table. That's nice. Yes. I mean, I see just as well as he does. So I mean, I guess it makes sense. Um, all right. Next. Hmm. Um, dying wish fragments have a bitter end. Oh, okay. Yeah. Go in. It's it's perfectly done. Early aughts. Big room metalcore. So if you were like, if you like the the late era, well, not late era, mid era, ferret and 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 Truskill kind of stuff, and and you just haven't given this band a chance for whatever reason, this is perfectly well done. And another thing that I don't like totally always love, but they do it incredibly well. This, you know, if you like fucking Kill Switch Engage, like early Kill Switch Engage, that's oh, what this gotcha. reminds me of. Gotcha, gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Like all of that ilk and, before they became like, you know. Yes. But I think if you like that early Kill Switch record, those first couple of Kill Switch records, this is completely up your alley. And they were like, they were road warriors. They just were on like a crazy long tour or like two in a row, right? Yeah, they were just out with um, Acacia Strain. Mm. Um, and then yeah, and then again they got hit with fucking like COVID like everybody else, mm. so they missed two Albany shows and I think a Boston show or Worcester show and had to drive from fucking Worcester to fucking Portland. Oh, they missed two Albany shows. <laughs> I, I, Bob, I didn't even I noted it and just said I'm going to keep this moving. <laughs> yeah, because they're they play because uh, Acacia Strain's yeah, been know. doing like t- two nights per town. Oh, okay, yeah. real. Oh shit. Because they're doing like one night is one record and the other night is another record or two. That's crazy. God damn. Acacia's but they, out, out here really doing the shit. Hustling. So, but they're playing places that like, you know, are far too small for them. So they can do two nights. Like they did two nights at Vitus. Right. But they were supposed to do two nights at like Empire Live, wherever that is in Albany. Uh, Ted's new place. Spot, yeah. Downtown. Yep. And then what Acacia Train every year does that like Christmas thing. Right. Mm. So this was like tied in with that, but then somebody got sick and they had to cancel the, the last three shows. Um, but yeah, and then they're going out. Uh, Dying Wish is going out with Code Orange on that headliner in April, I guess it is, or March or whatever, after the corn tour. Fuck. Yeah. Um, but I highly recommend this. It's it, The production's great. Um, True. Give it a shot. True. All right. And my last record. Hmm. Which I'm going to wake up tomorrow and be like, God damn it, I missed like seven of them. So I apologize. Keep an eye on our, our social media. We'll, we'll keep it. Yeah, up. when I add another 40. Yeah. Um, I really like that Slant record. Slant record's really good. Really good. I, I don't know the title. Yeah. Self-titled, maybe? Vaguely self-titled, yeah. We can, we can call it self-titled. It's fucking awesome punk hardcore to me. Yeah. Yeah, Did it, you have it on your list, Bob? Um, not on my list because I just didn't sit with it enough. But when I did, I, I actually heard it right when it came out. Uh, it came out like beginning half this year, like maybe first couple months. And I remember hearing it and be like, oh, shit. And then I just didn't go back to it and I listened to it again. Um, really good energy. Uh, I think they've actually been around um, not forever, but a little bit. And um, yeah, I just, uh, big step up. I, I kind of am curious about like this is another band where it's like, yo, if I see this live and it lands, oh, it's 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 high level, you know. Right. 
Um, yo, lots of good music this year. Uh, we have varying opinions on how much is going to be like. So if people who, who listen to the show, they, we do the year in hardcore episodes, right? Yeah. It is going to be really fun to inevitably be able to do a year in hardcore in combination with our end of year episodes. So um, the, when you hear this, guys, um, when people hear this episode, uh, it is exactly four years to the day of the first episode of Axe to Grind. No shit. Yes. So, um, huge. And we recorded the first one at. Was that with John Markson? No, he was. He was episodes two and three, or two and four, or three. And, no, two and three, I believe. And then we was the back. first one at. You got, Where the fuck did we do it the was, first one? We recorded the first one at someone's house that I believe was like a friend of a friend of yours, Patrick. That's right. And we did the first and well, we were on that big wooden table. Mm-hmm. We did that's the right. first, fourth, and fifth episode there. So uh, that's right. And they had a dog named Harley. That's exactly right. So um, that was a really cool spot to record. Wish we had been able to record more there, but we've we figured it out. Um, huge thanks to everybody who's supporters of us. Um, yes. Inevitably, we'll do a year in hardcore 2017. I think five years might be long enough to look at it, and then we can actually look at that episode. Yeah, it's like a moratorium. Yeah, like yeah. that we have to wait. Yeah, I think five years is a good window. So twenty seventeen. I think it would be fun to go, look back on that and be like, "Yeah, oh shit!" Like this record came out like when it like when we talked about it, or we didn't talk about it, or we mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, no, I mean it's it's fun to look back at that. So, uh, yo, big thanks. Um, it is a cool thing. Shout out to both of you guys for. Uh, doing the thing for to all of us for doing this every week, which is pretty fun. Shout, yeah. yeah, shout out to Bob for keeping the shit together. Oh yeah, true. Thank you. Uh, uh, the fucking Patrick, boss man. Patrick doing a lot of the um, low production. key production work in the background, as far as like the technical stuff. Tom doing a lot of the uh, coordination and being a a kind and gentle mouthpiece where. Uh, Perhaps barking dogs lie behind. So thank you. Um, and yo, everybody, uh, enjoy. Sometimes this can be a tough part of the year for people. Um, yeah. Check in on your friends. Yeah. 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 There's a lot of loss. Send them a meme. Episode. Yeah. Yeah. Send them a meme. You don't have to get dark and deep. You just, that's what memes are for. I just, and that goes both ways. If yeah. you're, if you're fucking in a bad space, you don't, don't feel like you got to talk about that with the people around you. you. Just reach out to people who have a reminder that you live on planet Earth. Correct. Right. Send them the meme of the dogs going macaroni with the chicken strips. And maybe that's all the person needs. I just posted a uh, meme I came across, which was the uh, it is a man uh, taking a jump shot um, at a bowling alley with a bowling ball. And it says become ungovernable 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 and uh that just resonated with me <laughs> so um shout out uh we still haven't done episode 200 we're going to but uh retroactive yeah but we've actually recorded something like 320 episodes so whatever um uh thank you uh enjoy happy new years all that um yeah uh, stay stay tight you need some ears we're always here you're not in this alone um and let's Absolutely. keep it going We'll see you in...